I'm excited. Are you excited? I'm excited. Oh, yeah, I'm so excited! We're excited. <laughs> Welcome in, everybody. Good afternoon. Welcome to the show. My name is Ultimate DJs. I'd like to welcome you into Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. And what a show we have planned for you today. Super, super excited. Lots of stuff to cover, so let's dive right in. Talking Trek server sound off is here and live. Welcome into the show. Hey, Data Systems Technical Chief, you're first here. It's server 27, welcome. Bernard on server 28. Partasia, founder server, server 190, 4 o'clock in the morning. Thank you for being here, sir. Appreciate it. Vitamin, Vitamin THC. <laughs> hey, Vita. Server 131, Lord Farquaad on 147. Blue Mandalorian, server 8. Appreciate you being here. Metal also on server 8. Zula, 25. I Beglin on server 32. Server 133 in the His House. Surrender. Welcome into the show. Hey, Data Systems. Yeah, Jessica Simpson looking good. Commander Taylor, server 192. Blue Mandalorian, server 8. Miss Harley Quinn on servers 31 and 26. Appreciate you being here. Lieutenant Razik on 15. Virtual Army on 135. Appreciate you. Andy Dandy on server 31. Grand Vampire on 34. Wicked Witch, moderator for Talking Trek, joining us live from server 15. Appreciate you being here. Jayberg on 32. Sliver Surfer, 133. Yaya here from server 43. For more Talking Trek track excited hey medieval knight server 13 is here and excited as well nostromo on server 30 hudson 146 pops on server 37 thank you for being here hydra on 32 noland on 132 royal power server 36 ape on 21 lube 135 and baslin on server 43 welcome to the show appreciate you being here virtual army 135 in europe uh Donjot champion on server 15 welcome to the show nc on server 9 what what represent callus server 8 doc holiday on 8 as well predator on server 19. Blokemon, server 134. Mo on 16. Daytrade says it's event time. It's burst time. Go get you a silver trophy or a bronze or a gold if you can multitask. <laughs> yeah, you can do it. Hey, Lord Farquaad, 147. Leonidas on 35. CCXN says about dag on time. Welcome into the show, John DeLay on server 45. And uh, appreciate you being here. Jet Ski. Talking Track Gold patron member and live from Server 37. Thank you very much for being here. Super excited, guys. Lots of stuff to get to today. Community Manager Aries will be joining us momentarily. Special guest live from Italy. We're going to have him on the show today. Super pumped about meeting him and introducing him to you guys. Very, very excited about that. And uh, we will get him on here momentarily. Before we do, we do have a couple of things to get to. Of course, our staple uh, news segment. It is time for the Stupid News. Let's stupid news. Time for the stupid news. Yes. News. <laughs> it's time for the news. 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 Yeah, no, listen, we're going to get through it pretty quick, which we got lots of stuff to do today and limited amount of time in which to do it. Uh, listen, let's see. Yes, thank you, Steve. Kanye West. Kanye West is in the news and released his first campaign ad this week and encouraged voters to write his name in on the ballot. No, no hurry, Kanye. The elections are not for another three weeks. Pace yourself, buddy. Pace yourself. People think Kanye's lost his mind because of all the crazy things he says, meaning that he's literally no different than the other two guys. Plus, <laughs> I'm not even going to read that joke. That might be inappropriate for our audience. I'll read it to you later in gold if you want. Hey, day two of the Supreme Court hearings for Amy Coney Barrett stretched on for over eight hours yesterday. Do you, do you realize that if you got in a car on 1st Street in New York City at the start of the hearings, by the end of the hearings, you'd be all the way to 10th Street in New York City? 
seriously, that's how long they drug on. Uh, Judge Barrett was questioned about Obamacare, abortion, the Second Amendment, religion, immigration, tax law, you name it. She talked about it. But the thing is, this woman has seven kids. You guys hear me? Listen, senators. She's got seven kids. If she can handle that much, she can handle anything. Okay? Leave this lady <laughs> Leave this lady alone. I am disappointed, though, that we're two days in and no one's opened any high school yearbooks yet. That uh, That's happening. Vice President uh, Mike Pence told Fox News he had no idea that a fly landed on his head during the debate. It's not surprising, though. Uh, in uh, 2016, the campaign uh, had no idea they were getting bugged then either. <laughs> bugged. <laughs> a new study found that 25% of Generation Z has stopped drinking alcohol and smokes marijuana instead. Uh, well, the other 75% do both. Uh, but, yeah, no. Hey, here's the thing. You're never going to get into a bar fight because you got stoned. You'll never accidentally send a pic of your junk to everyone you know. I mean, you could end up with a man bun, but, the, you know, arguably maybe more damaging. I don't know. But nonetheless, yeah, 25% stop drinking all the time. Look, Vita says, yeah, made that switch ages ago. Guys, uh, the mayor of Anchorage, Alaska is in news, uh, admitted to engaging in an inappropriate messaging relationship with a local TV news reporter. Yeah, he doesn't. People don't learn their lessons. Uh, listen, if only he had Sprint like I do, none of those messages would have ever gone through. He'd be in the clear. <laughs> so that's your own fault for having a reliable carrier. Folks, authorities in Mexico have uncovered hundreds of miles of tunnel that cross the U.S.-Mexico tunnel, but uh, these days most people are using them to sneak into Mexico, not the other way around. So that is uh, going on in the news. CNN reporter Jim Acosta was drowned out on the air by a crowd of Trump supporters chanting CNN sucks. Uh, Listen, I I just need to give you guys just one thing to think about. If Trump loses, you realize how bored we're going to be? I mean, seriously, all we're going to have is the occasional laugh when Biden mistakes a banana for a telephone. If Trump leaves office, we're going to be bored to tears. Mark my words, it's going to happen. Mike Tyson sparked concern after he slurred his speech during an appearance on Good Morning Britain. Apparently, they've never heard him talk before. Uh, (laughs) Are we surprised? Are we surprised Mike Tyson slurred his speech? The guy says that he smokes $40,000 worth of weed in a month. And that's assuming you trust his math. Yeah, that's assuming you trust his math. Finally... Wicked Witch, our last story of the day. Jay-Z is in the news, stirring up a lot of controversy, paying legal fees for protesters who ransacked the city of Kenosha, Wisconsin. Uh, Apparently, he said, uh, he was quoted as saying he's got a soft spot for people in prison because he is also married. (laughs) These protesters have 99 problems, but bail ain't one. Uh, There you go. Ladies and gentlemen, there's your stupid news. Uh, <laughs> that's that's what you got. That's what you got. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that is your stupid news. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. And ladies and gentlemen, it is with uh, with my uh, sincerest and greatest pleasure. I want you guys to, to take a look at the clock, all right? Just so you know, our special guest today was booked at 1.15 p.m. Eastern Time. 1.15 p.m. Eastern Time. It is seven minutes early. Seven minutes early? Oh, my dear goodness gracious. Seven minutes early. And our esteemed guest, community manager, newest Scopely staffer, and uh, poop-slinging apprentice. Yes, he's early. Aries is with us. Uh, good afternoon and welcome to the show. Welcome to Talking Trek. Scopely Community Manager Aries. How you doing today, buddy? You doing well? 
Hello, how are you? Good evening, good afternoon. Yeah, good morning I'm for fine, some. Thanks. Yeah, it's all over the world. It's crazy because you're in Italy, uh, and <laughs> yeah, so the exactly. times are the times are rough. Because over the now, if I understand right, you've got the same time zone in Barcelona. Is that right? Like you and Panic? Yeah, yeah, it's the same one. It's the same one. Yeah, so, yeah. so it's just yeah. after seven o'clock your local time, just right around right around dinner time. Uh, here exactly. in the in the United <laughs> States, it's uh, one o'clock in the afternoon Pacific on the Eastern Time Zone, Pacific Coast out in California. Our West Coast friends, ten o'clock in the morning, and for our Sydney friends, all right, New Zealand and and Sydney, Australia, it's four o'clock in the morning. Uh, four o'clock in the morning over there. So uh, we've got listeners all over the world, Aries, here tuned in to listen to what you have to say, to get to know you here a little bit today. Uh, just reading a couple of these comments, Vita says, welcome to the nut house. And in that, I mean your job. <laughs> welcome to <laughs> welcome to the dumpster yeah. fire that is being a community manager. Uh, I'd, love to, uh, I'd love to start this thing out and, uh, and just kind of, uh, if you want, to, to take a couple of seconds and, and say hello. Did you, did you have anything prepared to say your, to your community? Like, did you, you have postcards written down with, like, your welcome speech? or anything like that well i didn't prepare like anything i would be i will trying to speak uh live <laughs> <laughs> well th- that's fine too if you if you have something saved in a document that you want to read like hello community my name <laughs> is aries <laughs> no, i'm not going to do that no, no, <laughs> well tell us anyway, the next time we can have a breakfast dinner lunch all together <laughs> yeah that'd be great tell us a little bit about yourself aries you are brand new to the team right you are a new scopely staffer and uh tell yeah. us tell us a little bit about yourself where'd you come from where'd you come from well um well my career uh, in the video game industry started when i was uh, very young because uh when i was like 14 13 i was a kind of let's say pro player if i can use this word and i was like playing call of duty i did many tournaments on call of duty 2 and and 4 and so for i did this like for three four years but the esports at the time weren't at the level of where they are nowadays and especially in europe and italy the level was really really low so after like spending three four years in this i changed the vision of my life and say okay maybe it's not the, <laughs> my work my <laughs> my career and so i started working with the esports uh, at the time i joined uh, the electronic sports league esl you maybe know this brand at least in europe it's very known brand uh, recently they have joined also the american landscape so i think you heard about this before but the way yeah so basically i started there my my official career and um my work there three years where i was doing like community um, manager work for our online and offline competitions uh, basically mostly for italy and, and europe um but yeah after three years i was a bit stuck out of working with esports also because again the level of the esports in italy uh, they are a level that it's really low compared to the rest of the world <laughs> So I started like uh, launching my my own communities that mostly were like fun side of the, my favorite games, uh, which are Blizzard games at the time. <laughs> um, so yeah, I started doing this kind of stuff on, on my own, and um, I also joined uh, the the media industry, like working uh, with media side um, uh, for the Italian market. And for them, I was doing I was doing about PR, social community, whatever. Basically, I was kind of jolly, and I started attending the 
the most important events around the world from E3, from Los Angeles, Gamescom in Germany, Tokyo Game Show in Japan. So yeah, I started knowing better the, the gaming industry. So wait, now, am I hearing you right that you kind of did this on your own? You weren't necessarily working with a specific gaming company when you kind of developed your own communities and were getting involved. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I did it on wow. my own because it was my passion and I wanted to do it. That's cool, <laughs> why, but I wanted to do it at the time. I was, yeah, very young. Um, so yeah, I did, 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 did this like for three years. And then uh, I won a scholarship actually at university. So I started... Uh, I took this, this opportunity to have a degree, uh, also because it was free, so it was good to have it. Um, but during my first year, one of the professors at the university, uh, which is like one of the is the owner of the, one of the most important uh, press agency here in Italy, he offered me to work for for his company, like as an account manager, peer manager. So yeah, I started work with him and basically I, I didn't follow the university well i get graduated by i never attend a course so yeah because i was working did you pass <laughs> that class my, did you get an a or did he fail you did you do your work in that class um well actually it was like a private university so the class were like really 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 small and Mm, I don't remember. It's far away. By the way, basically, <laughs> during uh, an Italian event, uh, we meet, and he say, "Hey, uh, he didn't know about me, uh, about, about my background and stuff like that." So when I told him my background, he say, "Okay, maybe I will need your help in my company and blah blah." That's cool. So, yeah, basically, after so, so some days, been... he offered me. As as far as like where you've lived, you've been in Italy. Uh, it sounds like most of your life, all your life, right? Yes, yes. Only during the last three, four years, I because then I start. Well, after that opportunity, I changed another time job, and then three years ago, I started a, a job in a company based in London. So I spent my last three years between London and, uh, and Milan because uh, I was heading the Italian market, but at the same time, I was following also the Europe, the European market, or yeah, the English-speaking territories. We. Was that a, anyway, so I was split between those two countries basically. Was that also like, a gaming well, related uh, gaming related gig? Like, did you did you work for a gaming company or some type of marketing company, entertainment or anything like that? Was, was that gig also? No, 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 I always worked with gaming. Uh, before Scopely, I was in a very big gaming company, one of the best known in the world. But I can't say the name. But yeah, it's one of the best known. <laughs> one of the best known in the world. Here, let me throw out a couple of names yeah. and, and just see. Uh, let's see. Mike- it was PC console. That's the only difference. <laughs> Fair enough. So, uh, so then that that brings us up to kind of like now, right? That brings us up to the last couple of last couple of months. You started with yeah. Scopely here just several weeks ago, if I'm if I'm understanding correctly. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. And the funny story is that I joined the company the, my first day of at work. It was also on my birthday. <laughs> Oh my God! What a terrible present! <laughs> hey, <laughs> no, I think it was a good one. Also oh, yeah, okay. You say that now, sir. You say that now. Listen, some of the guys in chat right now are trying to guess what company you worked with. It's obviously not going to be EA. He already told us that he worked for EA. So no, it's not that. It wasn't EA because he said that if it's not EA, but it's also one of the biggest in the country or biggest in the world. No, but he's also American. 
It's an oh, see, he's this is what I'm talking about. See, I like that you're laying out those hints, and I don't even have to dig for them. See, this is this bodes well for our future partnership, Aries. Okay, when I don't even have to ask hard questions, and you're giving me nuggets, I like it. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, that's really really good. So, so that leads you up. You started on your birthday here with uh, Scopely Incorporated, and uh, you came in. So, let me ask you: Were you recruited, or did you apply for this gig? Uh, what was the position that you had applied for? What did you come in expecting to do, or was community exactly what you wanted to come and do for this company? So, well, um, it's a long story. Basically, um, I wanted to change my job, my previous job, for, for yeah, different reasons that I'm not going to take you now. But yeah, so since Ania, I did, I started looking for for another opportunity in my life. But I, I didn't. Well, I wasn't looking only for one opportunity, but also a possibility to grow with my, with, yeah, in the future with, with a good company, with a career, stuff like that. And for what I understood, working with big names, big brands, is that it's very the possibility to to have a career with such big company. It's very, very few, very low, because they are already well structured. And yeah, when they hire new people, they try to take the best in class already so not like young people <laughs> especially in europe because most of those companies are busy in the in america so yeah i started like trying to find another job um and i was interested in joining the mobile industry because of course is is a brand new industry even if it's related to the gaming industry it's totally different uh, looking at a business perspective it's totally different and it's also quite new market because yeah it's not that new but compared to the classic industry it's a new market Mm -hmm. so i was interested in this and i was also interested in working in a company that has the the office and city that i like because i didn't like london at all well when i moved to london i was really enthusiastic and happy and excited because of that because i was dreaming to live in london but then when I spend that like six months, I say, okay, now that's not a city where I want to live forever. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, no, I did my interview, to be honest, from very big companies to very small ones. So from Amazon to whatever, but none, no one of them were like really interesting to me. Uh, when I did uh, the interview with Scopley at the time, all of the, Process all of all the interviews that I did with them, uh, from starting with Panic with all the, the other guys that uh, I met during the process. All of them were really uh, I was more and more interest, interested to work to work with, with the company. Uh, I don't know why, but they yeah I had this feeling with them, and so luckily also they offered me the position, so I was <laughs> double happy because it was probably one of the maybe only two projects where interesting like this so yeah that's the the reason the story behind my pressure but also yeah the, the city where we have the office in europe it's barcelona which i really like as a city also because it's quite similar to the one where i was born which is rome so we have yeah you know there is the sea the beach uh, sunny weather it's not that cold during the winter Plus the food as an Italian, you know, I, I'm always looking for a good food. So, so, <laughs> so now there, there is good food. So. Are you yeah. working with Scopely in Italy or have you relocated to Barcelona? What What are your plans? Like, does Scopely have an office in Italy? If they did, I didn't know. No, 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 no. no. 
No, I, I'm going to move to Barcelona as soon as this COVID situation will allow. <laughs> okay. Also because, uh, like most of the gaming company in the world, mostly all the Americans company, for what I know, they are all working from home. So, so we are doing as well. And so, yeah, basically the office is closed, so there is no, no needs, no, no reason to to move there and working from <laughs> from home. That yeah, if I yeah. can do it from my house. So now, even uh, if I want, it doesn't really make sense also because you know relocating during this time frame of the year with this COVID situation that it's becoming again a big topic here. With uh, today, Barcelona went again into a like partially lockdown. So yeah, I guess if I will, I will sit there uh, with no possibility to going out and yeah, not not a big move. Absolutely cool. Okay, so uh, I'm going back to your uh, your announcement on the official discord here uh, about five days ago and you had indicated that you were in fact a star trek fan when you interviewed with scopely was it specifically for this property uh or or when they hired you did they give you an option as to what kind of property you wanted to work on or or was star trek the 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 ip that you wanted to be involved with no no uh i already know that it was for star trek so yeah, I was. I also applied because it was Star Trek. If it was another game, I don't know if I would apply the time. So you mean to <laughs> yes. tell me that Panic did not offer you the CM's job over at Scrabble Go? Because I hear that one's uh, paying no. big. Would, would no, you? I didn't. Would you? <laughs> would you have taken the job if they said, "Hey, uh, we want to offer you the community manager job over at Scrabble Go"? Would you have said, "Oh yeah, sign me up," or would you have been like, "Yeah, no pieces, I'm out." <laughs> I don't know to be honest. What I know, and I'm sure it's that I really like the type of game. I mean, uh, outside the Star Trek uh, brand, I really like the MMO in general. So the fact that you have to build something, then you have to attack you. So this kind of stuff. Yeah, your announcement and indicated that I play it sometimes, but yeah, it, it's a different game. So okay, the, um, when I was working with my previous company, I didn't like the, their games at all. <laughs> Yeah, I was, so that was so going to kind of yeah. working with the community was sometimes really not hard, but yeah, you have to understand the games first. Well, you so you know what? That is a, a wonderful segue because that was the next thing that I wanted to ask is before you were uh, before you accepted this job at Scopely, were you familiar with Star Trek Fleet Command? Did you know it was out there? Had you by chance played it, or are you playing it now? No, so I played it when it was launched, but then I dropped it, and I started playing again on <laughs> July. Uh, <laughs> <Can> I... <laughs> but yeah, the, the reason behind this is that I'm I used to play mobile games when I was commuting to work, but during the latest uh, one year and a half, I didn't commute at all. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> There was like no reason for me to play. Yeah, that sounds like that sounds like a decent excuse. I'm going to paraphrase you and say and interpret your response as uh, he hit a paywall. Everybody, uh, he hit uh, he hit a point of progression in the game where he couldn't go uh, forward without uh, without paying. Is that the actual answer that you want to give, Aries? Because I'm a good interpreter. All you got to do is wink three times. <laughs> no, and no, know that you're in no, trouble. That's not. No. <laughs> yeah. so, I didn't know at the time when when I played when it was launched. I didn't reach that that point. To be honest, no. So, uh, have you revitalized that account? Are you playing that same account, or have you started over? No, I started a new account. Yeah. So you know what? Let me let me ask you this. This is not necessarily on my list of questions, but but now that you've started again here very recently. 
Uh, how would you describe the differences in the game today as compared to when you started a global launch? Because there, there's considerable differences. Do you feel like the game is, uh, is better or easier today? Well, I consider that at the time when I played it at launch, I reached like level six or seven. So yeah, I played it like less than a month. So I didn't went through the game to understand what it was available at the time and what is now mm-hmm. available in the game. So maybe I'm not the best person to. Yes, yeah, so, so you you. But this was kind of a uh, as we've talked to, you know here lately. This was kind of a leisure game for you, right? It wasn't something that you dedicated a great deal of time to or multiple hours in a day. You just. Uh, you know, you played it when you had a little bit of time. As a lot of players do play games, this game has just proven to be a little bit more demanding over time. Uh, so you've started a yeah. new account now, and uh, how are you? How are you progressing now in the game? Well, considering that now I play the game like six, seven hours <laughs> during the day, <laughs> I'm progressing really, really faster. Yeah, not that we spend our day playing, <laughs> but I have always the game in the background. So like. If once I finished a meeting and then I jump to another meeting or once I finish a presentation or whatever, I click on yeah, the game, I see what's going on. So it's easily do for you, me do you progress en- with the game, of course. Do you enjoy the, all the aspects of the game or do you just you know log in to do a little PvP now and then? Um, so, Bashan, do, do you know the browser game? Uh, or game the, the browser game? Uh, the what? O game, it's called... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So I was playing a game when I was really, really young. And I really liked that, that game. So when I started playing Star Trek Free Command, for s- some reason, it was like, uh, it looks like that. And I always wished to have uh, that game on mobile, but they never did that That company that was uh, the game for. Yeah, they never did that game on mobile. So um, to me, it looks like that game that I was playing when I was younger, but on mobile, with the only difference that in Star Trek, you can't have um, like a fleet. I mean, you can have four or five ships, that's all. There, you had the possibility to have like 1,000 <laughs> ships. So that, yeah. that was a bit, uh, bit different. But yeah, I really, um, I really like it. To be honest, uh, as a player, because first of all, uh, I'm, a, I'm a gamer in general, and I'm that maybe that bad person that I really like PvP <laughs> in a game because I don't really like PvE. So I would like to see um, more skills when it comes to PvP because uh, for what I see as far, it's like that uh, you win if you have like a higher level when it comes to ship and power. That, that's all. All right. So I would like to see like a more more skill. I know it's very complicated to bring that kind of skills in this game, but yeah, that is one of my issues basically. Cool. All right. All right. I got a question from the community for you here, Aries. Kill one, yeah. love one, marry one. Carol, Chen, and Gonzalez. Go. Carol. All right, so, so you're going you're gonna to kill Carol, or are you going to love Carol, or are you going to marry Carol? Love Carol. You gotta, oh, love Carol. <laughs> you're going to love Carol. All right, Chen, you're going to kill it or marry her? Uh, kill. <laughs> and so, Gonzalez, <laughs> Gonzalez, you're going to marry? 
No. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, listen, I want to love yeah, and changed. marry Carol. Okay, listen, I want to change the rules of the game. Uh, there you go. Okay, thank you uh, for answering that question. Very good. Hey, let me... Uh, <laughs> you, did, uh, you didn't explain me the rules. <laughs> uh, yes. Um, Panic says, what's the difference between marry and love? Listen, this is a PG-13 rated show, my friend. Okay, so... <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Thank you, Callus. You you explained the difference for our listeners out there. Like, wait a second. This game is way, way nicer than I remember. And I remember it being something filthy and terrible. Uh, so, oh, is this supposed to be kiss? Not love? So marry one, kiss one, kill one? Sorry. All right. Yeah, see, I've always played the dirty version, Panic. Shame on you. Shame on you. All right. Uh, let, me, let me ask you this. As a new community manager coming in, there is a culture already at Scopely. Two years we're into this game. And um, we know that, that our community managers now, they're busy. They stay very busy, uh, which is probably, I would imagine, the reason that, that your job position was open and you were brought in. Let me ask you about what your plans are here, because Scopely does kind of give a, a degree of latitude to their community managers. What kind of initiatives or what kind of plans, what are you bringing to the table here to Star Trek Fleet Command? What are your objectives here with your community? Well, there are many projects that we are working on for future. Uh, on, in addition to the roadmap that we have published uh, last Friday, that I can tell you now. But um, what I can tell you is that I would like to first of all give more voice to the to the player because it's something that with my free previous job uh, it wasn't possible because of yeah many reasons. And so yeah, I would like to give the the yeah. A voice to our player when it comes to speaking with our team that uh, develop the game basically and i would also like to um, align what the community look are looking for and what the maybe the company wants because sometimes the community wants something the company what well, yeah the dev team want to do something else so i would like to, i will try to match those those needs um, maybe new new events for for the community, maybe more community events, or yeah, if we can bring new ideas to the team from from you guys or in general from from whoever want want to give our feedback. Um, I would like to also to give to the players like more tools to to enjoy the game uh, in a way that they can use this kind of tools to um, that can help you while playing. Um, as a as a community manager, though, you you kind of are at, I don't want to say at a disadvantage, but you're limited to the tools that that the Scopely developers give to you. And what I want to drive towards more with this question is is more along the lines of what do you personally have to bring to the table? Is it is it ideas of engagement for the community? Is it is it games and so forth, like to play in the discords? Like what what is what is it that we can expect from you that say maybe Panic uh, or Gala or the other community managers? What What's your unique perspective? What are you bringing to the table with us? Because we know that you're going to communicate back and forth with the devs. But uh, you know, what I'm looking for is why why do you want the player base to be excited about you? Well, I'm a person who has like every day many ideas and <laughs> Panic can confirm this in the chat if he wants. <laughs> so like every day I came up with 10 ideas, but yeah, and sometimes I get lost through all those ideas. 
So um, yeah, if I had the possibility to get in practice all those theoretical ideas, <laughs> I think it will be very good for for the players. But yeah, as for players, I'm a person who is always open to listen to players to you. I'm open to listen to your feedbacks. I have no worries. As soon as yeah, if they are, if the conversation is a in a good level, so it doesn't lead into you know negative conversation and this kind of stuff that we don't. Um, so yeah, those two things. Okay, let me, let me ask you this: uh, What have you seen? And and I know that this might be a challenging question. Uh, this this might be one of those questions that Panic warned you about uh, coming onto a show with DJs here. And I know Panic. Is <laughs> oh, listening. <he> didn't. <laughs> yeah, Panic is listening right now. He's like, listen, I got to make sure he doesn't f this up, uh, or may or make sure I don't have to fire DJ. Uh, but uh, let me ask you this: What have you experienced so far? And I'm going to ask the counter to this question in a moment. Uh, but I'd like to start with this: What have you seen so far? That you're actually not happy with, and it and it, it can be game related or it can be culture related. Uh, like, like when you came in and you said, "Okay, this is what my responsibilities are. This is what the community feels. This is what the community looks like." If if you could change one thing right now, just off first glance, because you've not been here long enough to to be elbow deep in anything, what do you see? about this company or this culture or this community or the game that, that you would like to turn around specifically? Uh, this is a very hard question. Maybe more <laughs> complicated than the one you received during the interview. Now, um, well, I can't say like any anything about the company culture. I mean, nothing negative for what I've seen. Uh, yeah, I met some of my colleagues in Barcelona when I went there to send the contract. And yeah, I also spent some time with them online in the evening to play some games on our own. And so far, the culture of the company is super positive. Uh, it's very, it's challenging. They have a uh, high expectation from all of us. And so yeah, I can't say any negative thing uh, on the company culture for the moment, <laughs> <laughs> which for I hope uh, will be now. Yeah, sit, uh, sit in a meeting. Regarding sit in a meeting game, with panic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so spend two more months maybe you can ask me maybe you can ask me like in in two months yeah that's <laughs> i can right. give you a better spend a little bit more time with panic that at this moment uh, um, outside <laughs> the what i already mentioned to you uh so like i would like to see more like skill when it comes to pvp nice uh, okay. but yeah that, that's not gonna be the answer for this question and so yeah Okay, so so as far as your uh, your personal goals or something that you would like to see turned around, like you're you are an active PvPer. So as far as the game mechanics are going, like your one of your projects or one of your uh, priorities may be in ways to structure or improve the the position of PvP in this game. Yeah, yeah, and also for example, I would like to see. Yeah, but that's maybe not going to happen. Like, because yeah, no one of the games has this, but uh, like a kind of uh, economy in the, uh, like if you wanna craft, I don't know, if you wanna build a ship and you wanna sell it to the, to the players, something like that. Oh, yeah, just, I like, I like you know, that idea, maybe buddy. It's, maybe it's more for other type of games. 
All right, Aries for CEO. Let's go. All right, I like it. Uh, yeah, let's get him in that captain's chair. Okay, um, let me let me ask you this. So, uh, regarding uh, things, uh, like I said, I was going to ask the counter to this. Uh, what you're what you're maybe dissatisfied with in the in the game here today? On the other hand, what is it? that you think Scopely has gotten right. And, and, and one of the things that I want to uh, tweak your brain on a little bit is communication, uh, is transparency, is, uh, you know, like, like you saw, mm-hmm. you, we talked yeah. about the roadmap announcement that came out last week. Where do you stand as far as community, uh, as far as community communication and transparency and, and honesty and, and trustworthiness and all that stuff? Where do you stand on where Scopely has been communicating and and admittedly i'll say it's better certainly better over the last several months and even over the last several weeks than it has ever been before are you are you of the mindset that is like hey uh you know the more we keep to ourselves the better you know players can't be mad or or Mm -hmm. upset about stuff they don't know about or are you of the mindset of hey let's they know we're human let's tell them freaking everything and let's establish a culture of trust. Uh, where do you fall on communication? Like, what do you believe should be communicated? What do you feel shouldn't be communicated? And, and where do you fall on, on uh, for example, being the mouthpiece of Scopely as far as interacting on an official basis with your community? Okay. So personally, I'm a communicator, so I'm always open to communicate. If it was for me... <laughs> Uh, my my previous boss was saying me that I was more a PR guy than a community because I had <laughs> this problem to uh, I like to talk and to establish fresh with people. So, but yeah, I said that. Um, I think that um, I'm pretty new to this business, and I say that the mobile industry it's quite it's very different when it comes to to communication to the classic like PC and console business. So I am I'm understanding um, a lot of things uh yeah since a genetic company but so for what i understood they were not communicating too much in, in the past but uh i yeah for what i said panic pushed a lot to communicate more with the community in advance and so yeah there are the roadmap uh was one of the maybe most important thing that was communicated during the previous uh, months uh, with, yeah, you know, it brings such big, big news, big updates for the games, mm-hmm. and this is the the way that Panic and now also me that we would like to to proceed with. So, like being more open when it comes to future plans for the games, also to see if the if the community are happy with them or not, if they want to give give us feedback in advance and etc. But at the same time, what is um, uh, my opinion is that we will ask you to not like say, "Hey, no, we don't want this. No, this bad idea. No, f- this blah, blah blah." Because if you don't try it, then you can say that it's a bad idea. Also, we can we can take and we like to hear the feedback above all, but don't take uh, only the idea as it in, in the words because maybe the gameplay then will be different or yeah something like that. But yeah, so wrapping up your questions. Yeah, I think the Scopely so far has improved their, their communication, at least uh, in this game. Uh, also, yeah, I work in Scopely, so I also see what's good in the other games. And I can guarantee you that we we have improved the communication uh, in Star Trek Fleet Command. 
and we would like to proceed with the with this in the future. So let me let me touch on but something. It's, it's not only on me and Panic, of course. <laughs> oh yeah, it's all you. Listen, mm-hmm. l- let me ask you: Is has there been any bets taken on who is going to be the new uh, poop king? All right, because right now. Listen, I, I'm sure you've heard about this. I'm sure you've been. Uh, this has been discussed with you. Anytime panic literally breathes on the official Discord, um, it, it's almost a game now. We almost don't even know if his message is being positively received or not because everybody races to give him a poop emoji. All right, uh, in in the Discord, like it's not even it's not even you know a serious Im- a reaction anymore. It's not like you know I don't like this or I do like this. Now it's just a game to see how many poops we can get. Uh, have there been uh, any any side bets, any competition? Like, do you plan on coming out? And uh, for lack of better words, panic because uh, for the most part we we very much love you. But is has there been any any um, discussion about your role as to whether or not you want to be either more hated or more loved than panic? <laughs> I don't want to be more hated. <laughs> of course, is it possible? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Panic. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, I want to be uh, what I am. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm teasing. Uh, but but uh, I'm not that keen on the emoji on the Discord. So, as a matter of fact, we we've even kind of joked um, with Panic, uh, like with the content creators and the moderators, that that this is, uh, and and I say this openly to the community because I, I feel like. With a second community manager, I feel like we know Panic's personality. Panic has been with us for you know almost two years now. We know uh, when he comes out. We know when he has stuff to say, uh, and and it is you know CCXN has kind of got it right. It's it's Panic. We we love to hate you. We love you, but we actually hate <laughs> a lot of the things that you have to come out and say to us. Uh, so you know we, we love you, but we kind of love to hate you at the same time. Um, is this a scenario? And Grand Vampire, you kind of knew where I was going with that. Is this an opportunity for the community managers to reach two different segments of the community, a good cop, bad cop, so to speak? Do you plan on appealing to a different set of the clients or a different section of the community than Panic does? Is, is that kind of the mindset? Are you guys different types of communicators and different types of feedback takers? Uh, well, we didn't discuss this already, but I think that uh, me and Panic, we are, well, I know him since uh, three months now. And I think he is a really nice guy outside, in and outside the, the, the work. Uh, but yeah, of course, we are different person. And so as all of us, our, uh, our behavior and it reflects our work. But at the end, I think that we are quite similar for some aspects. Maybe Panic is working on this game since two years now, and after two years, maybe he is, he is like also because he's, he was the first one. So maybe he dropped all the negative aspects that were in the past. So because it was like the only one that was speaking Discord and etc. Mm-hmm. So maybe it was also because of that. But I don't have any plan to. I mean, I just want to be myself. <laughs> and, <laughs> so, and yeah, do not, do not. I mean, don't take personally if I don't don't write it to you. Just or yeah, generally to the players that uh, wrote me a direct message, whatever. But it's just because sometimes 
uh, we are busy with some stuff that we have to finish uh, before the end of the day because yeah for us it's it's a work so oh yeah <laughs> no, to of finish course. some stuff <laughs> and sometimes uh yeah our daily routine is not not it's not only on living on discord basically it's well, that actually, you, know, <laughs> you bring up a really good point. Panic has been here through the good times and the bad. And, and unfortunately, the early part of the game was a different, a different environment than it is today. The early part of the game did bring yeah, exactly, a lot of, exactly. a lot of uh, cloak and shroud, a lot of frustration, a lot of silence, not a lot of communication. And so when Panic did make an appearance, you know, that's, that's probably kind of how we started, uh, you know, referring to him as the Poop King, because literally any announcement he made, whether it was good or bad, every announcement that he made was just littered with poops. Uh, and so that does kind of give you... Uh, a fresh start gives you a new roadmap kind of makes you uh, <laughs> for lack of better terms uh, the anti-panic yeah. even panic made a comment here just a moment ago uh, the, the you know the community manager uh, that you deserve the community manager that you need uh, you know and I think panic lovingly says that and jokingly says that because he knows that a lot of the community does not know him personally. A lot of the community looks at him as the face of Scopely, and therefore Panic catches a lot of that frustration and a lot of that grief where you may not. You know, you may be able to align yourself a little differently as a voice of the players, as the champion of the players. Not that Panic isn't, but having two of you, uh, as Grand Vampire says, does kind of allow for the ability to reach uh, different segments of the community in a in a good cop, bad cop kind of way uh, to basically bring some of the community back in and and bring some of the community uh, together to love you even if they have uh, have given up say on panic you know for example uh, yeah, yeah no 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 let, let, me, let me ask you this. How much, uh, when, when you came in, so you, you've now given us a timeline. You've known Panic for three months. We can assume that a majority of that, you've been on the payroll. Let me ask you this. How much influence did you have over the announcement of Discovery Summons or the announcement of the roadmap? Because you've been here a couple of months. How much are you pushing for this level of communication? Has this been an initiative of yours or of yours in panics? Uh, where did, wh what was the reason that Scopely suddenly decided, hey, let's uh, do something we've literally never done before and tell them something that's coming next? How did that come about? Uh well, when I joined the company, this was already decided, <laughs> so <laughs> I didn't do. Yeah, it, it wasn't. I didn't put any words on it because it was already decided, basically. So. <laughs> well, the content was decided. Uh, I, I can't take the. <laughs> the content was decided, but was the communication already no, decided? The 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 content uh, for that one was made from panic because yeah, I started recently, so I was doing the onboarding for other stuff, so I wasn't in charge of to. To follow this uh, this announcement and the communication around that, but yeah, in the future I think we'll uh, work together on that. But if you want to continue with hating panic, we can make a plan. <laughs> so panic will be continuing posting only negative stuff, and I can be posting only positive stuff. Okay, there you go. So if we, yeah, that, that's probably yeah, that's where we're going. Even Devil's Advocate says, "Buddy, just take the credit." All right, uh, listen, Community Management One Hundred and One, take credit for all the good things. Okay. Uh, yeah, so yeah, let let panic take uh, all the all the heat for all the poop stuff. Okay. Um, okay. 
Yeah, really awesome stuff. Okay, so guys, here's uh, here's our plan. We've actually got about 25 minutes left with Aries. I'm going to take a very quick commercial break, uh, and when we return, I've got a couple of last-minute questions for him. And uh, we will dive a little bit more into game questions. I know some of you guys have had some game questions. Keep in mind, Aries has been new. He, for example, just literally told us that, you know, some of these plans, some of these decisions were made before he even, you know, had a chance to influence. So uh, I don't know. Aries, let me just ask you real brief, right off the top of your head, quick 10-second answer. At this stage, how much input do you have over development or uh, event design or the launch of specific events and or features is that something that you've got some sway over right now or is this something where you kind of have to earn your way in no no i started proposing some stuff on my own uh during the other week so Ooh. yeah but when it comes to game design uh you know there there is like a notion between what can i propose and then when it can be implemented because behind the behind the game there is, there is a war there are a lot of people that work on it uh, in our case in different office different time zones so even if i propose something which is really good and uh, that that need to be implemented as soon as possible the game it then it can take like i don't know four months <laughs> for example yeah. because yeah it, it's a long well, process and you also you have to remember that this game is an ip and the license we have the license for this ip so we have okay. for whatever implemented we have to do in the game as every brand of every license we have to also talk with the with the company behind star trek so it's not that easy as you can yeah in general not not you personally but you generally that you can imagine it's a long process oh, even to fix very small stuff it's not that easy uh, it can yeah, no, I get that. Uh, and so here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a very, very quick break, everybody. Nobody go anywhere. We've got more with our brand-new community manager, Aries, uh, coming up right after the break. A couple of additional questions, plus a very quick game that we're going to play that's going to be uh, kind of halfway uh, informative and halfway quirky. Uh, you guys may remember Yes or No that we've played with Panic before. Aries will be our victim uh, player our player today and it comes up right after the break so don't go anywhere we've got 20 minutes left with community manager aries and we plan to utilize them fully to answer a couple of your game questions as well as potentially maybe what was on his proposition list we're going to ask him about that coming up right after this break my name is ultimate djs i'm your host of talking trek live this is star trek fleet command's official podcast don't go anywhere folks we'll be back in just a moment This program is made possible in part by a grant from Ditsy Cups, the bathroom cups preferred by blondes. Introducing the Joe Biden to English Dictionary, the book that translates the Democratic nominee. COVID has taken this year. Look, here's the lives. It's just, it's, I mean, think about it. COVID-19 is bad. Understanding a potential president is your constitutional right. All men and women created, go, you know the, you know the thing. All men and women are created equal. The Biden English Dictionary knows Joe's thoughts on everything from technology. Make sure you have the record player on at night. To breakfast requests. Corn Pop was a bad dude. I'd like some cereal. The Joe Biden to English Dictionary. Get your answers today. You know, the rapidly rising uh, um, with, uh, I don't know. uh, I've lost my marbles. Everybody! Everybody! 
Welcome back in, everybody. Welcome to the show. Yes, LMFAO and Shots, which is exactly, I believe, what Aries is going to be wanting to do tonight after this show. We are <laughs> I'm going to guess. I mean, I may, I may be inaccurate there, but uh, you told me that we had uh, this was the amount of time that we had uh, because you had some personal plans. We'll talk about that in a second. Welcome yeah, back, everybody. Just, you know, <laughs> yeah, 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 that's what you say. Welcome back, everybody, uh, to Talking Trek Live. My name is Ultimate DJs. I'm your host of Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Here with special guest, uh, community manager from Scopely, our newest one, Aries, is here. And uh, you had indicated that you had you had some plans. Now, uh, listen, Panic has always been pretty good about telling us about uh, you know the details of his personal life. You've got a dinner. You've got a dinner to get to tonight. Uh, is this a dinner? You know, is this like a dinner with like a group of friends? Is it with family? Is it with uh, you know a significant other? No, actually, it's uh, either dinner with some friends uh, of mine at home in Milan because it's kind of, uh, let's say, uh, like business talks dinner. It's uh, like a a dinner that we do on a monthly basis with some of the colleagues that uh, I have from the gaming industry. So today I'm going to meet someone that works. Nintendo, someone that worked uh, with another yeah, company, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. another one from Activision. So it's it kind of, <laughs> you know, it's so during the dinner we speak, you know, about our life, but also yeah, we speak about the gaming industry, what's going on. Yeah, so you, yeah, in other words, kind of mixed dinner. So, but it's very interesting because usually I get a lot of, uh, you know secret let's say i was gonna say it's okay aries what you can simply say is i'm having a dinner with an executive of another gaming company right that's that's (laughs) what you do that's the case (laughs) for my friends (laughs) that's awesome good good stuff good to know all right um listen i want to get into a a couple of game questions with you uh and uh and see what we might be able to to get out of you regarding uh what you know about the game so far so uh obviously the community has a couple of pain points and i know that uh, you have spent the last couple of weeks uh trying to get familiar with the game you've been playing the game let me ask you a little bit about some of the upcoming items and and for example specifically uh i'd be really curious as a brand new uh scopely employee as a brand new community manager and as a uh a newly uh, acquired player okay you you started way back when but then you left the game and you came back now you're playing the game actively um mm-hmm. you said that you gave uh, a feedback report. You had already given a list of proposals. I'd like to hear a couple of those items. What are your early reactions of the game, and and where do you think improvement lies? What was on your proposal list? Yeah, I can tell you a few. The, those are, by the way, only my yeah, my opinions. My of course, <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. That's exactly well, what they're, I'm they're after. Yeah, what, sure as, you're representing the players now, Aries. So, so when you're no. playing the game as a player. What is it that you've seen early on? What is it that as a player, not as a Scopely CM, but as a player, where do, where do you feel improvements need to come from? What, what, was, on, what was on your list, of, uh, on your wish list, if, if you're calling it that? Yeah, sure. So, for example, uh, I found that some, some events are quite um, annoying, at least to me. I get bored of some of them. Uh, because, yeah, for example, for one of them, it's annoying that you get killed whilst you try to do an event. But, for example, the, uh, when it comes to mine stuff, there are people that always come and kill to you once you are over your cargo site by, all, by even one unit, which is quite annoying also because uh, then you have to repair the ship and this kind of stuff. Um, 
I also, for example, uh, we announced uh, on the roadmap about the second building lane, let's say. And mm -hmm. um, it was a, yeah, why not giving the players the possibility to choose between the second building lane or the second research lane? Yeah. So not only giving you yes. giving the building lane. Uh -huh. And something that I'm now encountering, because now I'm, I've started using like G4 mats, okay? Um, but a bunch of uh, G3, G2. <laughs> that was quick. All right. <laughs> he's already he's already playing G4. Yeah, damn. All right. So, yes, yeah, somebody's using a little scopely welfare there. It's okay. It's all right, Aries. It's it's okay to admit that. All right. You got to fully you got to fully experience the game, right? Uh, what <laughs> what's your ops level right now? Well, <laughs> we, we we have like an internal server, of course. I know. I know. I'm teasing. <laughs> so these I can people. experience. <laughs> Uh, otherwise, so, I I will be, I will know the game uh, at least full like in two years. <laughs> That's not possible. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say good night. I Already know, dealing I, with G4. I'm not playing with the rest of you, unfortunately. <laughs> Are you? Do you have a? Do you have a public account? Are you playing on a public server? No, 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 no. For the moment, no. Okay. All right. Well, th th I would encourage you to do that. That's fun. I I'll tell you this: uh, if you're playing on a test server. And somebody has blown you up for going one over cargo, then then you can go to the cubicle next door. You can Zoom call that player or that developer and say, "Yo, tool, leave me alone." Uh, when you're when you're on the public server, oh, though, I I use it to have one in the, in the public. Uh, feel like uh, one three weeks, one three weeks ago, yeah. Okay, so, so you you still have you still so have I know this, the feeling. Yeah, you got this incognito account uh, where you're where you're playing with the public, and and honestly. Listen, I, I've suggested this before, Aries. I've said it to Panic, and I, I've talked to uh, you know some of the developers about it. I, I'm a huge advocate for, and maybe this is a, this is an initiative that that you can get behind uh, that that we can work on together. I'm a huge, huge advocate for a player advisory panel. I believe that it is excruciatingly important for Scopely to have players not on the payroll to have players that truly experience this game for how it actually is you know uh servers that have roe and servers that don't have roe and and um you know players from all walks of life as in free to play versus pay to play versus vip i believe that there is a need for that kind of representation when working with or, or when you're developing and creating content, I think that, that that perspective is kind of invaluable. And that's one thing that I think Scopely has kind of hurt us on. Event design here late, lately has been a little better, admittedly. Okay, it has been a little bit better than it used to be, but there's still some areas. For example, you know, we're talking about the PvP event. Um, you know, the PvP event that we just had. I'm not sure if you played in that or not, but there were there were uh, let me say questionable mechanics that were brought into play. That I don't know if Scopely foresaw that happening. I mean, you know, there's just there's things that players can tell you guys about. Uh, and let me ask you, you've played games from other companies. You've worked with other companies. Uh, Scopely can't be the last one on the planet, or the first one, for that matter, to adopt this kind of project, uh, a player advisory panel. Where do you stand on something like that? Um, so from every experience, we already had something like that in place. So it's like um, we had like ambassadors from, from the community. Uh, but it's something that me and yeah, that I proposed uh, some, some some weeks ago. 
and we can work on it. I don't see it like impossible. Uh, I was also we were also proposing to do some other like kind of a public test server to see things in advance. They they go live also to fix uh, some some issues that we have on the live server. Mm-hmm. But it's not easy as I'm yeah. telling you this. So we are we are working on on this as well. Well, those but are no, good, those I'm, are good I'm initiatives. On, on, on this idea. Those are good initiatives. Let me uh, let me ask you one more item from your wish list, and then we'll get ready to wrap up because I know we're we're facing the clock, and you've got uh, you've got bro hugs to give tonight. Um, give me one more item, one more item that you think would be of the utmost curiosity to your to your newest community. What was one more item on your list of things that need improvement, or that you would like to see developed or or uh, evolved in the game? Give me one more list or one more item. Um. For example, when it comes to two officers, uh, except the, the first three that are yeah, the command, I would like to see like a, a more like let's say uh, useful the 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 other officer basically that you put uh, in the ships, so behind the first three. Are are you suggesting some type of officer ability even from the lower decks? Is that is that kind of what you're saying? The officers that you put in the ship. Uh, to be able to contribute, or, or what, are, what are you saying? Not really. So you know that there are the offshore on the bridge, okay? And there there are the one that he puts uh, on the bottom, mm-hmm. okay? Those sometimes, I feel that they are a bit like useless sometimes because their ability doesn't count. Uh, right. Uh, like the ones on the bridge. So yes, yeah, something to give them more uh, yeah, reason to be there. Okay. All right. I like that idea. Let me ask you uh, this question from the community, which is a very good question. And thank you, Devil's Advocate, for this question. Aries, what can we do for you? What is it that you look for from your community as you are now uh, getting to know us? And and we've spent the last hour getting to know you. What is it that you expect or uh, could benefit from from the community? How do you want us to help you? to help us, so to speak? Like, what is it that, that would be helpful to you in relaying your feedback or, or doing your reports or, or suggesting ideas? Well, what, what is it that you expect from your community? Um, yeah, it would be good for, for, for you guys uh, to, to send to me. Uh, like, what are your honestly feedback and suggestion for, for what, what we implemented in the game? So only on the new things because of the, the, you know, on the what we released in the past, it's already done and it's hardly for us to, to change the stuff. So as soon as we release any content, if you try it, if you encounter a problem, if you have an issue with the game, which is something really urgent because sometimes I receive uh, questions in general about the game, questions that can be resolved on the Wikipedia or something like that. Yeah. So when it comes to like very urgent stuff like uh, for example uh, on friday there was a player that was telling me that he get a ship's ticket and he uh, opened a ticket and for three days no one was rapping to that so for me it was a quite yeah an urgent stuff because three days <coughs> yeah three days is a long uh, time. was a bit strange but yeah i figured out that there was a problem with a with a with a tool behind our customer service so yeah we, i solved the his problem in the situation i pushed the ticket live so yeah if it's something really urgent okay I don't want to see like very generic question. Also, because sometimes, guys, you are more experienced than me <laughs> when it comes to 
game question for, for the game itself. Right. So right. maybe I'm not also the good person to ask question. Maybe if you ask those questions, the alliance would be better. <laughs> I, I see this for for your well, yeah, because yeah, what you're asking, your answer. What you're asking um, legitimately is going to is just going to tear your inbox up. I mean, you you'll you'll get nothing done but answer PMs, and a lot of them, uh, unfortunately. And I, I, you know, listen, community, you can argue if you want, but a lot of the questions that you're going to get are going to be like stupid. <laughs> well, I mean, listen, our community. Listen, some of the community is going to tell you. Listen, some of the community is kind of childish. Some of the community is kind of kind of weird and going to ask silly questions. But what you're looking for is is genuinely critical or uh, or constructive uh, criticism on how to make things better, and and not guys. You know, I can kind of already see. Not hey, fix the refinery because that that I mean. Listen. First of all, I'm gonna I'm gonna be willing to bet just like Panic, Ares does not have any knowledge and or influence over the drop rate of the refinery. Ares, will you confirm or deny? Do you personally roll a die every morning and control the RNG of the refinery? No, I don't. No, he does not. Okay, so you, you guys. I don't even advise. <laughs> You guys keep in mind. Yeah, they say you're lying. They say you're lying. So, uh, yeah, listen, guys, uh, you know, keep in mind what we're looking for here is much like the feedback that we've taken on this show. How are uh, events structured? What do you want to see for future changes? Not necessarily, you know, uh, fix the refinery or PVP banding and, you know, the stuff like that, because some of that stuff, you know, doesn't come from him. Just like another another important thing is that when you come up with uh, critics, that's in general. Uh, something that I learned during my my work is that also propose like a solution for for what you are bringing up to the table. Oh, I so love that's that really idea. Important. That's right. If you got a complaint, find a solution. All right, suggest a way to make it work. Uh, in in that that can now be taken up, and it's not just a complaint, but it's a complaint with resolution. Uh, and, uh, you know, for example, Gregor uh, is a, a huge part of this show. He's my right-hand man. I'm sure you two will get to know each other uh, well over over time. Gregor's got a ton of ideas. He's a level 48 in this game and has a ton of ideas about how to make it better uh, all the way down, you know. So, uh, you know, I'd, I'd love to introduce the two of you guys and, and, uh, and let you guys do a little bit more of that. Uh, very quickly, we've got just about four minutes left, and I would like to play a game with you, uh, Aries, if we could. Very very quickly uh let's go ahead and uh and get our um, oh what is what is that <laughs> sorry i got to say uh yeah weird audio playing in the background uh let's play a game everybody all right now listen we have gotten to know aries our newest community manager over the last one hour we've gotten a lot of questions in we've learned a lot about him and we hope to continue to learn more about you as time goes on but just in case we missed anything here today i have a game of yes or no now here are the rules aries i've got 12 questions i couldn't limit it to 10 i got 12 questions all right and i am going to ask uh, ask you these questions that you can only answer yes or no okay you can only answer yes or no however on one question one question you have the opportunity to give an explanation if you feel that it's merited okay but you only get to do that once and once you use it then you're out every other question has to be yes or no all right and that's all you can say with one exception you can explain on one question are you ready to play Okay, yeah. All right, all right. Yeah, here we go. Yes or no uh, on the clock. Here we go with new community manager, Aries, here with uh, the game of yes or no. Here we go. Let's play. All right. Time is on the clock, Aries. 
and I'll begin with this one. Question number uh, question number one. Have you ever met Panic in person? Yes. Were you excited when you got hired by Scopely? Yeah. yeah. Do you feel that you can be a positive influence on Scopely's policies regarding community interaction? Absolutely, yes. Does Panic have bad breath? <laughs> no. <laughs> Do you love Star Trek? Yeah. Do you plan on creating... I, I put this one in for me. Do you plan on creating a player advisory panel for feedback items to Scopely? Uh, yes. <laughs> I'm gonna, that goes for you. <laughs> I'm holding you to it now, all right? It's on the interwebs. We got it. Have you ever eaten Panic's homemade mayonnaise? Uh, no, not yet. Do you believe that there are initiatives from previous games and companies that you've worked with that you can deploy here? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Do you believe our community is normal when I say that we are never truly satisfied? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) You still have an explanation question if you want to dive in at any point, okay? Yeah. All right. (laughs) We're not touching that one. Okay. Do you believe that Scopely plans to make you the new community poop king? No. Do you feel that's not the plan. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna leave that agree with that. <laughs> Do you feel that you can positively impact communications that will relate to the community instead of inflame the community? Yes, yes. Alright, question number twelve. Do you regularly wear underwear? Uh yes, I do. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, my god, he didn't even use his explanation question. There it is, twelve questions. No, I mean, I can give you uh, a transfer when it comes to... Uh, yeah, to so here's what he wanted to do. He wanted being to... Being satisfied. He wanted to wait so, until oh, all 12 questions, and then he could go back and explain one. Okay, so what's your one question that you want to expand upon for our last two minutes? The one regarding the community being satisfied and if it's normal or not. <laughs> yeah, okay. Tell us a little bit more about that. As no, a community... For, for what I under, understood, and also as a player, because I'm also a player of... Uh, so I am I am part of the community of other games as well. So as a gamer, as a player, I can understand you because we are always not satisfied for some things and we will, we always desire to want more. And every of us has like uh, their personal uh, suggestion or desire from a game. So that, that's that's normal, and uh, we all, me and Panic, we all we all know this uh, because we are first gamer. Okay. But then uh, we, we learn that working in this industry, that sometimes the player desires are not the company needs. Also, because behind usually behind all the games in the world, there are companies that have to pay salaries for their employees, and etc. That's right. Aries ain't Sorry. working for free, folks. All right? Aries needs shoes, too. All right? Hey, Aries, uh, real quick, just a couple of personal questions. You married? You got any kids? Uh, no, no, not, not yet. I'm no. <laughs> not that yeah, that, old. Yeah. S- smart guy. Smart guy. Stay on the path, all right? Stay. Yeah. Keep keep true to yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> how, how old also are you? because man? there is a fresh new life in Barcelona, so. Yeah. How, how old are <laughs> you? You need to be ready for that. How how old are you, man? 28. 28. Just a young pup. Listen to that. Young pup. <laughs> 
All right, guys. Well, listen, yeah. uh, we, we are at our time. We're going to have to uh, to drop at this point. Aries, I've always given Panic the same opportunity. Just the last 30 seconds, 60 seconds, it's all you, buddy. Anything that you would like to say to your community, anything, any message that you would like to deliver, uh, this is oftentimes the, uh, the, the part of the interview that gets clipped the most. Anything that you would like to say to your community as you uh, bid your farewell for today, I presume that we will get you on the show again, uh, maybe hopefully in the future, uh, teaming up with panic for our state of the game addresses uh and getting you a little bit more involved with the community and and open communications uh i hope that that's the plan anyway i hope you had a good time did you have a good time today yeah ed of course i told you not to panic about it you were i felt like you might have been a little nervous because you were like you were asking for <laughs> questions you were like eh, what are, what are we going to talk about you, you even, didn't know what to expect <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah you didn't know what to expect yeah you know that, that people say that about me so uh no, glad you had a good time i use it to do things on twitch so that this is like the first time that i am not in front of a camera <laughs> so that's quite yeah you know this is like this is radio buddy well. this is radio listen we're, we're going back 20 years okay we don't do this whole video thing all right this is radio this is long form good old-fashioned am talk radio uh real quick aries you've got the final floor you've got the final comments anything you'd like to say to your community uh before we wrap up and uh, we'll take our final break aries community manager from scopely you've got the floor buddy okay cool uh well i already speak out by the way you know um thank you guys for listening for one that was there tonight to today this morning whatever time zone you are leaving now uh, but yes, yeah, said before. Uh, feel free to reach out to me if you want. If you want to speak about the games, oh uh, yeah, also about yeah, private stuff. If you want, I'm fine to open. <laughs> I'm open to your questions, your message, and what else about the game? Mm, I will keep playing the game. So bear me if I will do any mistake because I'm not that expert as as you probably. So. So, Sorry in advance for yeah, you, <laughs> you said that you mistakes. were starting to look at G4 That's why I'm really uh, trying to get trying to get trying to get, get your feet fun. under you trying to figure out the game and its mechanics listen uh yeah, we have absolutely. just and so yeah case. if you want to help me uh, yeah. yeah i was going i was going to just say well. listen aries in case you're looking for some good solid uh, mechanical advice some insight into the game we've got 84 other episodes available on our website you should be able to get through that in about the next same month if you just don't stop listening okay uh like a non-stop yeah, yeah. yeah just a binge you know binge listen mm-hmm. to the show at 80 yeah you could do that uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And last but not least, if you need any suggestion when it comes to food, yeah, I'm Italian, so you can. Reach yeah. Out, uh, so you you had mentioned <laughs> that you're, you're like so. Panic is kind of a food connoisseur. He loves to cook. <laughs> yeah, uh, he said that, but I didn't try his yet his cousin, so uh, I don't trust it him. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. But yeah, a lot of people in the company told me that Panic is really good when it comes to food. All right, listen, you can you can but, earn you can earn yeah. or piss away all of your credibility when it comes to food by answering the following question: Does pineapple okay. belong on pizza? I was sure about this. <laughs> It, no, the answer is no. You can you can put. <laughs> wait, you said no. Pineapple does not belong on pizza, guys. He's one of us. He's one of us. All right. No pineapple on pizza. 
You guys heard it right here. New community manager, Aries. Guys, thank you so much. Aries, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate thank it. You. Look at that. Thank Seven fifty or uh, eight fifteen on the nose. Look at it. He is he was he told me, he said, Listen, I got a I got a hard stop. Eight fifteen. And there it is. Eight fifteen on the clock. Aries, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate you being here. Uh, guys, we are gonna take our final break, and when we return, we're gonna recap and um, I'll turn your guys' mics on while we are in break. While we're in break, it is important for you guys to move on up to our podcast room so that you may now interact in voice uh don't forget we also have some sport drive components to give away plus i would like to uh, give you a little bit of commentary on the discovery pvp event that wrapped up yesterday or actually wrapped up earlier today uh and the anonymous llama gregor himself is back here and has in fact unlocked discovery summons we're going to get his initial feedback coming up all this right after the break my name is ultimate djs you've been listening to talking trek live star trek fleet command's official podcast we'll return in a moment don't go anywhere this program is made possible in part by a grant from Strolling Hostess Twinkies. Cute little cupcakes you can pick up on street corners everywhere. My name is Ultimate DJs. Yeah. All right. 
Yes, and everybody has been moved. Our message to Aries. Yes. Welcome to the jungle. Do you, does anybody uh, does anybody think that Aries really knows what he's getting himself into? Your mics are potted up. I'd invite you guys' commentary. Welcome into the show. I uh, appreciate you guys being here. Welcome back from commercial break. My name is Ultimate DJs. I'm your host of Talking Trek, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Your mics are potted up. I'd like to welcome Gregor to the show. Uh, Gregor, are you with us? I know it's kind of the middle of your work day. I hope that you had a chance to listen into most of that and uh, and be able to uh, provide some of your feedback. How you doing, Mr. Gregor? You doing well? I'm good, brother. Yeah, I was answering in chat there. Yeah, I, was, I saw you. I was putting my two pennies in there. Absolutely. As a matter of fact, the most a hard-hitting question of the entire afternoon was, in fact, Gregor's question in that does pineapple belong on pizza? And you guys, you got the answer live from Italy, okay? The, like the pizza capital of the world, okay? Not New York, but Italy. And no, pineapple does, in fact, not belong on a pizza. That's an American bastardization, and it should be avoided at all costs. Uh, <laughs> Gregor, uh, how did you feel? That, that, that's kind of your measure of a man, right? You ask him if, it, if pineapple belongs on pizza. So basically, based off that question, how do you feel about Aries uh, as a person? Well, I just want to say congratulations for downloading the game yesterday and giving it a shot. Um, I look forward to his feedback with his G4 materials at level four. Yeah, yeah. No, um, he didn't say he was level four. He, I mean, but obviously he's he's been playing on uh, one of the test accounts. He's talking about G4 materials, you know, a week or two into the game. So, yeah, he's... He, he, I was a little surprised he was upset that the other developers were attacking his, uh, his miners. miners. Right? <laughs> Somebody hit him over cargo, and he got upset about that. See, this is... He said, even by one. Yeah, even, even by one. Even and they by did one. It. So there you go, guys. The developers themselves will hit you if you're one over OPC. There you go. Even the developers on the test server are smacking over cargo. If, if you were curious about how this game is supposed to be played. Uh, yeah, <laughs> there you go. You got the actual answer. See, just like Gregor, I, I credit myself. I credit myself on being an excellent interviewer because now we found out that Scopely does not believe in ROE. They're pirates, right? They're pirates. As little as, uh, as, little as one over cargo, they're going to kill you. They're going to make you repair that ship. You know, if you're over, you're over. There you go. Straight from Scopely's, uh, straight from Scopely's behavioral actions, folks. I'll be honest. I'm not sure the guy has a lot of Star Trek Fleet Command experience. Probably not yet. But, you know, that was kind of what I said, and I even said it to you off the air. Guys, this was not intended to be a state of the game. This was not intended to be uh, a question about the game and what he's going to do to change it and, and, you know, our normal questions of panic who arguably knows more about the game, uh, but more of a get-to-know-him, you know, more of a get-to-know uh, Ares and what he plans to do in this role. We got the timeline from him. He only met Panic for the very first time three months ago during an interview, and, uh, and presumably shortly after that he was brought onto the team. Let's say that that took a couple of weeks. So he's been on the team for about six to eight weeks. That's not enough time. That's not enough time to know this game. And it's truthfully not. It's not enough time to understand this game. And uh, it's going to take him a little bit of time to get on the level that we are. Okay, And when I say a little bit of time, Gregor, let's be, let's be honest about it. Somebody joining this game today has a solid, solid 
three months of learning before I would consider them to be halfway knowledgeable about this game. Would you agree? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. All right, it's going to take him a little while to get there, but I think that the initiatives that he plans on bringing and just the extra mouthpiece, the extra avenue of feedback, the extra level and layer of communication I think is going to be really, really good. Um, But, no, I don't expect him to to know – or to be able to improve the drop rate of Kelvin BPs in Saul. <laughs> you know what I'm well, saying? I'm like not a, sure he knows what a Kelvin is yet. So probably yeah, not. Take a minute. Yeah. So yeah. so you got to remember, there's going to be a little bit of a learning curve here. And right now, as a community manager, we need to make sure that we're patient as far as the game knowledge goes, and make sure that that we are uh, working with him in the capacity that he is able to right now. Uh, that all being said, uh, I'm looking forward to working with the guy. I feel like he's got some good ideas. I feel like he has a yearning for transparency. I feel like that he um, at least seems like he likes communication. He gave us a couple of things that he had written on an internal memo as far as things to be improved in the game. Uh, you know, and, and that's an interesting perspective. You know, One of the things that he says needs improvement in the game is overcargo protection. You know, and I think a lot of us would argue that that is not something that needs to be improved in the game, but maybe, again, a perspective of a brand spanking new player. You know, a brand spanking new player coming to this game and getting schwacked for, you know, one or two over cargo, that might be disenfranchising to that player. So that's something we kind of need to think about, and maybe Scopely needs to take additional steps in the game at the earlier levels to make sure that people remember um, hey, mining is dangerous, okay? And as as 95% of the rest of the community goes, we kind of acknowledge overcargo is overcargo, but a brand new player may not get that. And if a new player is not plugged into the community uh, and not uh, involving themselves in some of the teaching and, and the other content creators and the official Discord and even their own alliances, they're not going to they're not going to fully appreciate that. They're not going to fully remember or acknowledge the fact that, hey, if mining is dangerous, you're going to die. You can die, okay? So uh, interesting, uh, interesting ideas from the new community manager, but I'm excited to, uh, to see how they develop over time and how his opinions uh, uh, may shift over time, Gregor. Uh, very quickly, I, uh, I was going to talk about Discovery PvP. You know, let's, let's segue and talk about that just for a minute. I only want a minute on this, guys, because I, I want to get with Gregor as well and talk to him a little bit about his ideas, and we're actually moving uh, decently on time today, so I want to I try to keep that up. Guys, Discovery PvP ended today, and uh, I tried something a little bit different. Now, I, I got literally dozens of messages, and uh, I even put a message in this chat room yesterday about what the way I was playing Discovery PvP. Uh, Gregor, I ain't gonna lie. It felt like I was extremely in the minority for playing the way that I played, and I kind of wanted to present it to you because this was my opinion. Now, a lot of people didn't like it. A lot of people said, uh, you know, that it was a Wales event. Here's why I argue, okay? Uh, I got a message today. Let me read this to you. Dude, WTF, this is a PV, uh, this, uh, Discovery PVP zone. That's what he wrote. This is a Discovery PvP zone. He sent me that message because I schwacked his Discovery with my Gladius. Now, somebody may say, well, DJ, why would you do that? You're not going to get points for that. Why, Why would you take another ship? Here's why, guys. Here is my interpretation. And, Gregor, you and I shared this very briefly earlier. This is my interpretation of any type of PvP event. Okay? I get points for winning. Now, excuse me, granted, I do also get points for losing, all right, but not as many. 
All right, if I'm wanting to finish this event, uh, then I need to win, right? If I want to finish the event either quickly or if I want to place well, I need to win. To do that, I need to stay alive. Hey, take a look at there. Jonathan Ingram has taken out the ship that I was using to protect myself with. Uh, Jonathan Ingram, absolutely... Yeah, I, d- I did. I tried it with you. And you know what? What would s- And you, by the way, thank you for not being a whiny butt about it. All right. Jonathan Ingram tried this on me as well. And, and, and or I tried it on him, but he got me. Here, here's my point, guys. Discovery PVP is, in fact, that. P-V-P. Player versus player. This is not sacrifice yourself to the payers event. Okay? So when someone says, dude, what a crappy move. This is supposed to be Discovery Zone. No, it's not any zone. This is an acceptable system where I get points. And here's what I did. I would go in and I would target discoveries that I may or may not be able to kill, but that's what I was going after, ones that I knew I could kill. If you targeted me with a discovery that was 300,000 more than mine, I intercepted you with a speed crew on a Gladius. Yes, I did. If you targeted me and I knew I was going to die... I killed you with a non-qualified ship. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Blokemon says we would so kill you. Fine. They did. Jonathan Ingram did. All right. Shout out, think. They came back and killed me. And all of them sent me a message and said, dude, what are you doing? This is a PvP discovery zone. No, guys, I get points for staying alive. I get points for killing people I can kill. I can get one point for dying. Okay, I can get one point for dying, but I don't want to die. That's expensive, and I want to get my points by winning. So if you try to intercept me, then I will try to defend myself. I will try to defend myself, and that's how I played this event. Now, I apparently, Gregor, was very much in the minority because from all alliances... (laughs) <laughs> from all alliances people came at me and said what are you doing what a what a what a dick move that's what they would say okay no i don't think it, i don't think it was a bad move because i got my event done cheaper than you faster than you and i placed in the leaderboard all right by not having a very powerful discovery kukar says that would start big wars atomic yeti says that's more difficult uh during war Stevens Aaron says that's kind of fair and a smart way to set it up. Listen, here's why I did it, okay? I don't believe that this Discovery PvP event or even the Stella PvP event, I do not believe that it is supposed to be a sacrifice yourself to the payers event. I even told my own team, because by the way, (laughs) shout out Think, after I did it to Think, they started doing it. They started doing it to members of my team. And then my team is whining... My team is whining in the, uh, in the Alliance chat. And I said, hang on, guys. This is literally PvP, okay? This is PvP. Defend your ships. Don't whine about dying, all right? If you are going after another discovery and you get schwacked because they're defending themselves, why are you crying about that? That's literally everything that, that, that we do. Defend your, your, your ship. Defend uh, what I what I found was there's multiple systems, right? It wasn't just one system. That's correct. Steven so Aaron says I had that, a guard. Go ahead and jump your discovery to a different system. Go attack there. And by the way, we pretty much all enter the system at the same area. <laughs> we do. So there's a lot of things to attack. 
or the brief period I did it yesterday, there was a lot of stuff out there. Let so. me ask you guys. Let me ask you guys something. Stevens Aaron says this is how I did my dailies during the normal PvP event a couple days ago. If someone targeted my Franklin, I killed him with my Sally. Is that acceptable, folks? If it's a normal PvP event and someone's targeting your ship and you take them out with a bigger ship, is that acceptable? Hydra says your ROE is trash. Then here I got news for you, Hydra. We don't have an ROE. And that is why our server is one of the most healthy in the game. Our ROE is extremely simple. No loot, don't shoot. That is literally it. There is nothing else about the ROE of our server other than protect under cargo miners. That's it. That's it. Jonathan Ingram says, no big deal. Just use summons and kill DJ. And that's what he did. That's what he did. So here's what I said to Bojack, by the way. Shout out Bojack. He was another one. He came after me with like a 500,000 discovery. I shwacked him with my Gladius, and he said, dude. By the way, Bojack and I are great friends. Great friends. We played the game together for two years. He's a gold supporter of this show. And he said, dude, what in the hell are you doing? I said, dude, I'm not going to be farmed by payers. Plain and simple, folks, this was my message. I will not be farmed. Now, you're not going to hear me complain about dying. I didn't complain to anybody about killing me with a 500,000 disco. I'm not going to complain about dying, but I'm not going to be farmed. And if you're going to kill me, you're going to earn your point. (laughs) Plain and simple. I will not be easy points to somebody. If you farm me, I will try to prevent you from doing so. All right. DeHaga says no loot, no shoot is an ROE, and I agree. Is it an ROE that is as intricate and overdeveloped and overthought and overprocessed as everybody else <laughs> you know what i'm saying like uh i mean there there are some listen we've seen some roes that are like pages long now granted to haggis yes you're right it's still an roe fine it is fine we do in fact have an roe it is simply no loot don't shoot well, and Jonathan Ingram did it right, right? He didn't like what you were doing, so he came and blew up your ships for bigger ships. Absolutely. And that's PvP, everybody. Think about it. That's what it is. That's what it is, okay? This is not a sac- – because that's the big complaint. That The biggest complaint that I saw in the official Discord, it's a whales event. There's no – all the whales are camping the spawn points and killing everybody. All I can do is die 60 times. No. No. No, that's not it at all. If you want to not die, defend yourself. Okay? Defend yourself. Omicron says, wow, you talk about not being in the spirit of the event. You should get big negative points for using non-designated ships. Oh, my goodness, Omicron. Come on, buddy. No. No. All right. So you believe that this should literally be the sacrificial event? Hey, guys. Hey, everybody. Just line up. Everybody just line up, and we're going to let that 500 disco just whack you out one at a time. Come on in. Come on. One, one, one at a time, please. One at a time. Please watch your step. Stay in a single file line, please. Let's stay organized here. Let's stay organized while Bojack just picks you off one at a time. <laughs> Come on, guys. Come on. Okay. Omicron says that that benefits Scopely by encouraging spending. How do you figure? How do you figure? Do you think that that whale... Jonathan Ingram, let me ask you. Now, you ended up getting my warship, of course. But, out of curiosity, how many times did your discovery kill my discovery? Go back and look. (laughs) Go back and look. All right? It's PvP. You get points for using the discovery, but defend your ships, folks defend your ships all right 
Jonathan Ingram. Overall, hold on, hold on. It read was this. So easy to finish. Well, it was. It really matter. Well, but that—that's what. Here's the complaint: is that people had to repair sixty times. Okay, sixty times. Jonathan Ingram says that he killed me one time. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. He did. And Jonathan Ingram, was it as easy as me just laying myself down at your feet, or did you have to? Did you have to chase me? Did you have to use that warship to take out my warship that was trying to defend you? He says it was the chase. Now, Jonathan Ingram, let me ask you one last question. I'll move on. Was that kill maybe, possibly, a shade more interesting than everybody who just lined up at your feet to be a sacrificial lamb? Maybe. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh just saying. Now, uh, Mandigar says, hey, I, uh, I'm relatively new here. Welcome to the podcast. Do you ever talk about the service with less than 100 active players? Very little PvP. Yeah, listen, that's a challenge. All right, and yes, we do. Commander Taylor, uh, Commander Taylor is one of our very special VIP guests, and he is on server 192, which is the smallest server in the game. Last confirmed at 135 active players. Yeah, it sucks. It absolutely sucks. And so let me ask you guys, all right, let's take server 192 into account for a second. Let's take server 192 into account for a second. If there's only 130 players, and I'm sure that they've got maybe a couple of VIPs or a couple of whales or at least bigger discoveries, that means that your selection for PvP is even smaller. So you have all the more reason to defend yourself. You have all the more reason to guarantee that you get your kills. Somebody else says, hey, well, uh, if that player has paid on that ship, then chances are big discovery players are going to have bigger warships that can just as easily come and stomp you. Yeah, DeHaggis, you're exactly right. Yet, nobody in the PvP zones had warships. At least not until I came in and started defending myself. And again, that's why I say I had a very, obviously, a very unique perspective on this. By the way, Jonathan Ingram, when you went and did your PvP later, I checked in on that system a little bit later. Guess what? His Enterprise was hanging out. Hey, Bojack. Bojack, after I took him out and we had a spirited conversation for 15 minutes, guess what? His Enterprise showed up and escorted his discovery. Hey, uh, NCIC. NCIC. Uh, I didn't even schwack his discovery, but he saw what I was doing, and a 7 million jelly just happened to pop in. <laughs> okay? Guys, th- this is not an event where you are supposed to sacrifice yourself. At least make it interesting. All right? At least don't let yourself be farmed. Okay? If you, if you are already convinced that you want to throw Vemin on there and you want to go up there and die 30 times, so be it. All right, but you don't have to. You could probably get a couple of kills with a good solid crew and some defense going on. And listen, the event is 24 hours. 24 hours. You don't have to do it all in the first hour. You can take a break and come back a little bit later. You can take a break and come back a little bit later. All right, all I'm saying is, if you were going to make a point out of me, you were going to earn it. And that's what I told people. It's no disrespect. I'm not breaking any rules. Maybe this is something that you guys say, I'm not playing in the spirit of the event. I actually argue. I think it's incredibly in the spirit of the event. PVP is in the name of the damn event, people. Okay? Come on now. It's PVP. It's PVP. You get points for using the discovery, but uh, I will take responsibility for involving some larger warships. (laughs) Ingram liked it. Bojack enjoyed it after. CCXN says agree to disagree. 
So, CCXN, do you believe then that your intention or that your role in this event was to literally be the sacrificial lamb to go up there and just feed points to the whales? Because, by the way, there were an equal number of whale or an equal number of complaints about the leaderboard. Bernard, Bernard agree or disagrees with me as well. Ooh, I like stern controversy. I like it. All right, Lord Farquaad says, I actually didn't do that. I don't need any more hate. Did I do something? Do you got, <laughs> did I do something as equally as bad as trading kills in the last event? Oh, goodness gracious. The Haggis says, typical Cold War, uh, Cold War era thinking. <laughs> Mark says, it's worse. Oh, my goodness gracious. This is hilarious, Gregor. I am. Uh, I, I don't know, man. I, my, oh. my discovery is only tier five. And I had no problems finishing that event in like ten minutes. How many times did you? How many times? How many times did you die? How many times did you die? Uh, A handful, three or four. Three or four. But you needed sixty points. I'm here to tell you, a lot of people died a lot more than that, myself included. I probably still died more. Skippy says there's no way for a hundred and fifty thousand disco to win against a five hundred. Skippy, that's kind of my freaking point. Yeah, but once that 500K discovery gets his points, he's probably going to nope. eject from the event for a while. Sure didn't. Think that's going to stick around for the leaderboard? Absolutely, that's what happened. By the way, our leaderboard finished first place in my bracket, which, by the way, was pretty daggone tight. My bracket finished with 1,800 points. Shout out Bojack, who did not leave. Okay, Looky there, Jonathan Ingram in his bracket, 4,500 points. Guys, he can only get, I think the max you could get was what, six or seven points at a time? Yeah, so guys, eight points, Jonathan Ingram says. So 4,578 points divided by eight, 4,578 divided by eight is 573 kills. Now, guys, again, let me ask you, is it your job to feed a payer a leaderboard position? Is it your job to be the sacrificial lamb, or are you going to make it a little bit of a challenge for Jonathan Ingram? Are you going to make it a little bit of a challenge for the leader of your, of your leaderboard? Perhaps, maybe, they don't think you're worth the effort. You'll get your points and you'll go home. All right? Jonathan Ingram says, yes, please be my sacrificial lamb. Please come in and let me kill you. And therein lies my point, folks. Why are you guys, why does anybody think that that's a terrible move to defend yourself? I mean, I would expect that the people who were upset about this event... I would expect that those people who were upset about the solo leaderboard, who were upset about the fact that, that quote-unquote, VIPs could crush you, I figure you'd like an opportunity to defend yourself. And I'm here to tell you, I feel like this was a legitimate event in which you could have defended yourself. Legit. I don't think that's against the spirit of the event. If anything, it's the exact opposite. It's a PvP event. Jerry Ryan disagrees. A lot of you are disagreeing. I might be, I might be the village villain on this one. I might, be, <laughs> I might be the guy that dropped tags last event and was sacrificing points to my team. Is that what you guys think? Because I got to tell you, I played it my way. <laughs> I played it my way. I got my points and I placed in the leaderboard, and I've got only a tier five disco. Plenty of people that were higher than me. Jerry Ryan says, disco PvP wants disco only in my book. On the other hand, uh, Grudging Sue says, I would do it if I needed to. All right. 
Uh, ooh, Lord Farquaad says, take all the heat, DJ. I did nothing wrong this time. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, maybe you got, you know what? I tell you what, I'm not saying you should or shouldn't, just like I've always said on this show. I'm not going to say that you should or should not. I am merely going to say this is an impossible mechanic. This is how I did it. This is how I placed. This is how I got my points. And, um, and by the way, I started no wars. I had no salty messages. By the way, I mean, I did get a few. I did get a few, and I explained back, hey, listen, I'm sorry, I'm just not going to be farmed. Sorry, if you want a point off me, I'm not going to complain about you killing me, but you're going to have to work for it, okay? Come up and PvP me. All right? And by the way, every single player responded with, well, not exactly what I had in mind, but you do you, all right? You Shipyard do you. Shipyard-level PvP banding. Well, that would solve it, wouldn't answer. it? That would solve it, wouldn't it? All right. Although this event was designed that way anyway with Disco on Disco PvP. All right. There were no points given for Jonathan Ingram's jelly defeating my Gladius, you know. So, I mean, that was just that was just all that would have meant is that he would have had to have brought his Enterprise. He still could have done it and he's still welcome too. All right. Mac said Stella PvP was a little bit more even, but <laughs> Mac, I did the same thing with Stella PvP. If somebody was coming at me and I knew I couldn't kill him, I took him out. <laughs> I did the same exact thing. I preserved my point getter. I kept my point getter alive so that I could get points because I ain't going to get points when I'm dead. So I did the same exact thing. Speed crew on a Gladius. Watch out, super big Stellas. And by the way, the same exact thing happened there. People uh, came at me with real PvP with their other ships to defend their ships. All right, except there wasn't even a leaderboard on that one, so once you got your milestones, you could go. But hey, what if I wanted to get my milestones in 10 points? Jerry Ryan says, I'd grief you if you were on my server, DJ. Hey, nobody, no, no one started any wars besides Jerry Ryan. I'm, I'm a very nice individual. You can send me the hatest message, the, the most nastiest message, and I'm going to respond with all sugar and, and rainbows. It's hard for people to start wars against me because I'm just so damn nice. <laughs> okay but skippy's right about something this conversation shows the fundamental split in the community uh the pvp favored players and the players who absolutely don't like it at all and and that is completely okay my i think that the the lesson that we should take away from this is that everybody plays a little bit differently you got to be respectful uh or accepting of those particular types of play styles okay i sent a very loud and clear message on my server I am not going to be farmed. You can kill me, but you're going to work for it, but I'm not going to be farmed for your leaderboard position. Plain and simple. And looky there, Jonathan Ingram got me once. One time. Not because, by the way, he couldn't, because he absolutely could have. He just decided I wasn't worth the effort. (laughs) Cool with that. Okay? I mean, that kind of sent the message that I wanted to send. I am not going to be an easy kill. You would be better off focusing elsewhere. See what I'm saying? So that, that's, how, that's how I feel about it. <laughs> that's, how, that's how I feel about it. And then, by the way, that's how I'll continue to play, just FYI. And, and for those of you who struggled to get your kills, maybe an adjustment in your play style would be advantageous for you. All right? And don't be mean about it. Be nice. We're all humans. All right? But, hey, if you had trouble getting your points this time, try something different. Preserve your point getter. Don't just go up there and feed the leaderboard. Because if those of you who loaded Vemet and went up there to die 30 times, that's exactly what you did. You fed your leaderboard. All right? You don't have to do that. Gregor, I want to transition very quickly, just five minutes. 
uh, we're late to the ball game on this, but you have been a very open uh, – uh, an open uh, criticizer of the game here lately and just that it feels a little bit stale. You're not spending as much time in it. But you told me uh, last night that you had finally unlocked summons and you actually had a lot to say about it. I'd like to give you a couple of minutes if you want to share your opinion. As big country here, I know it's a little bit early in the day for him, but I'd love to uh, to hear you two go back and forth a little bit because Big Country still does not believe that this ship is the best ship in the fleet, as I have claimed. Uh, but he uh, he does see its value. And Gregor, who was very cautiously optimistic, very cautiously optimistic about this, uh, he uh, sent me a message and said, "What, Gregor? What was your earliest reaction to Discovery Summons?" I said. 5,000 spore drive parts? Are you kidding me? <laughs> what did you say afterwards? <laughs> afterwards, I said, wow, that's really useful. Yeah, yeah, you did. All right, yes, I agree. 5,000. Woo, 5,000. It's going to be a long time to grind out. Okay, agreed. I don't disagree. Uh, we've all we've all kind of looked at the math and kind of figured it's going to take us at least a couple of months if we want to do this free-to-play, and that's okay. Any expansion is not designed to be done right away. Uh, it could take a couple of months. It's still overall, money-wise, it's... It's the cheapest and quickest expansion probably that we've ever had in the game. So I think that that's moving in the right direction. But tell me a little bit about the summons uh, mechanic for yourself. Uh, how are you using it? And, well, I, uh, could see, I could see why G3 players were not that excited about it, right? Like Because nothing in G3 is that hard to get around to. But for players that are using G4, constantly having to move down to G3 space for org probes, swarms, events... And then go back up to G4 space to do your daily faction hunt, your mining, all those things. I mean, you were spending up to 20 minutes warping between deeper G4 space and G3 space, right? So the ability to instantly, essentially within 30 seconds, get three miners in the deep space or instantly within 30 seconds, get them back down to your station in G3 space or whatever. Huge difference. Huge difference. I mean... You know, like, uh, say I had miners up and there was a base to raid, I would have to spend 20 minutes waiting for them to come back so I could reload my base. Now I can just summon them back to my station with the discovery. And and people would say, well, just crash them into something. Yeah, but it's 100 million trit to repair even a G4 miner. You know what I'm saying? So if so, you've got the G4 miners out, you can't suicide them. you got to bring them back. Uh, you can, but it's a little over the top. I'm uh, with Crazy says so, yeah. uh, Disco uh, Discovery Summons lets faction miners get to deep space that otherwise could not reach. Are there any complaints, uh, Gregor, that you have about materials that were wasted to get miners up to that warp range naturally? Uh, it's it's about a factor of a hundred difference. Uh, so, like to, for me, where I mine, I have to get my G4 faction miner to tier nine. Right. So that's a huge like thousands and thousands of dollars cost. Right. Uh, so, yeah, that's a huge difference. Now, my G3 miners can go up to warp 155, 165. They can't exit the system, but they can go up there and then I can summon them back. Right. So you can get five G3 miners up there or some combination of G4, G3 miners up in a deep space to mine that otherwise you're limited to maybe a couple that you had at tier nine. You know, I'm with crazy. Uh, I know where you're going with this question. So let me ask you this. Um, the the idea that people have invested heavily into their faction miners that now technically 
for example, the warp range is something that's lesser important to you. Let me ask you this. Um, how have you invested into those faction miners? Because I've, I've always been of the position of work on one. And, uh, and I've got one that can get pretty deep, right? But, but the others are, are pretty low warp. Here's, here's, and Gregor brought this example up to me a little bit ago. Uh, originally, he would only have two ships that could get to where he wants to mine. Now, he can literally take all five. And I think that's the takeaway. Listen, you might have spent some materials on miners, okay? You absolutely could have spent some to, to increase them. But, but, I mean, at the end of the day, you're going to tier them anyway. You want the higher capacity. You want them better for rating. You want, uh, you know, the, the larger uh, cargo capacity, okay? Weapons don't matter, and now warp doesn't matter. But you still have to do those things to tier the ship, Okay, because you're not going to go raid with a cargo ship that's got 500,000 capacity. You're going to tear it up to get that capacity. So I I think the better or the the explanation or or maybe the answer to your question for me becomes, listen, now I've got five miners that can do what only one could before. You see what I'm saying? And that's why I'm I'm, I'm okay with it, because I'm still going to tear those ships for the capacity. And yes, thank you, Stevens Aaron, for the rate, the mining rate. All right. Jayberg says, so now weapons and warp should be free upgrades. Oh, gosh, I wish. Why should I, why should I be paying for a cargo upgrade on my freaking Enterprise? Okay. <laughs> why? Well, Jonathan Ingram says you could always port before, but, I, but that's not true for everybody. And, and actually, I can't. I, I, well, that's not true. I could port to the Warp 75 system, but even my discovery only gets me to Warp 65. So, no, there's no porting there. Okay, and that only works up to the warp 120 hubs. Past there, it doesn't work anymore. There's only, and you're limited, right? Because those systems get really busy because they are port hubs. Exactly. So, so so for a VIP, for a VIP, you're saying, you know, hey, where I could only take two ships before, now I can take five. I mean, listen, Gregor on his server is probably untouchable. Probably untouchable. Now, Jay Berg says in this mind, uh, or in my mind, this makes G4 miners relatively worthless that's not true but it it does it, let me let me say this it does save a, substan- a substantial expense because it would cost you ten thousand dollars to take that g4 miner to tier nine okay so maybe a g4 miner not worthless per se but certainly now Jayberg, cheaper to be able to do the same thing all right max says not worthless but now i'm not going to shell out money Okay, he says I'll free build mine, but I'm not going to shell out money for it. And, and well, remember, your mining rate will surpass your your faction miner, right? Eventually, how long does yeah. it take? And, tier tier and, four, tier five? Uh, yeah, I think it's like tier six. I, honestly, it's been a while since I looked at that, but it will surpass your your faction miner. Um, but but the other issue is, uh, you know, like your faction miners are weaker ships, right? So. Now, anybody that can reach those higher levels can probably kill you anyways, but your faction, your G4 miners are stronger and their capacity is bigger. And if you guys haven't seen it, once you get to really deep space, your 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 nodes are millions deep, right? So, you you know, maybe that capacity does matter. Okay. There you go. Yeah, Hydra says, ooh, that sounds nice. Uh, I'll see you one of these years, Gregor, up there in Warp 185. By the time I get to Warp 185, folks, they're going to have Warp 7,000. Okay. <laughs> but what did I do? What did I do with my summons? Here's what I do with my summons. I sent five miners to deep, deep, deep space mining. 
I went through and discovered systems that I just never bothered to discover before, right? Because why? Why am I going to waste 20 minutes mining or warping over to some node? So I have everything discovered now that is in the galaxy map that is reachable, right? Well, not only that, I, but, uh, you, but you shared this with me too. In, in Scopely's obvious and visible attempt at reducing required screen time in the game, what did you tell me earlier? You said, listen, b- before... You know, it's dark space, folks, so I can't set my miner to a node. I've got to start a warp, 28 minutes, I come back and then have to set a node. And today, conversely, you were able to set five miners on five nodes within 60 seconds. Yep, yep. And and I went and did some missions that I just don't bother doing because it takes 20 minutes to warp there. And then the, the next mission, the next part of the chain takes another 10 minutes, and the next part takes another 10 minutes, and you're like, uh that's it's just not worth the hundred million part right but but now i'll go do it because i can get there to that mission system super fast so guys again contributing to the reduced screen time in the game and here and again again listen this is not everybody's perspective i get it this is a deep vip ops 48 using it in warp 180 or 185 okay i get that but it is a perspective uh that's important because truthfully last month all right. The overwhelming feedback from the VIP community is ship's trash. And now we're seeing uh, ways that the ship has, has uh, evolved itself or become useful in other ways. And, uh, and obviously, you know, it's going to continue to become useful in other ways. Listen, even for the G3 players in the, in the Ops 30 range, okay, there are still some decent uses for the mechanic of summons. All right. Uh, if anybody in the community has a complaint uh, at this point, I'm going to hear out the level 20 level players who built the ship and now can't unlock the research until they're ops 30. All right. That to me now becomes the loudest valid uh, opinion is that they can't do anything with it for nine more ops levels. You know, and I feel like that was I feel like that was a slight misstep. But for 30 plus and now for 40 plus with the VIPs, this ship has truly become a valid useful tool some people will argue and say oh it's just an uber it's just a taxi well that's fine when your taxi is essentially a transporter pad and you can get to anywhere anytime a eh. a long time complaint for us has been we have to constantly come down to g3 space to do basic things right to do events to do dailies and then we have to go back up to deep g4 space to do dailies right so like i have to hit hostels that are 48 plus to do my faction daily I have to mine G4 materials for my faction, right? And so I would constantly have to go back and forth or spend 20 minutes warping back and forth to do things. So I feel like they addressed that issue. And even if you're not level 40 right now, you will be, right? And you will Eventually. have problems. So it's it's good that they're doing it. Yeah. I'm with Crazy says, any idea if free-to-play will be able to unlock summons this month or next? Uh, 14,000 Spore Drive components seems like it's a long way off. Uh, I No, I don't think free-to-play is going to get it this month, Crazy. I think I said that at the beginning of the arc. Free-to-play was not going to get it this month, okay? Uh, nor were you designed to be able to. A, free, a true free-to-play is not going to get it. Now, even a free-to-play who might partake of the Battle Pass, you're still I don't, you're going to get a lot closer because there are Spore Drive components in the Battle Pass, but I, I don't think that a true free-to-play is going to get it uh, this month. I, I honestly, uh, in looking at everything, I feel like it's probably a couple-of-month expansion. I think I said that probably 10, 15 minutes ago. I feel like it's a couple-of-month expansion uh, for most people. And, and But, again, that's okay. If, if they spent, let's say they spent six months developing this and then we're going to consume it all in one month, then that's not a very good ROI. 
Okay. Trucking Chick says, what do you think? Four months, six or 12? Uh, personally, I'd say four months. But that, by the way, is a complete opinion. All right. I'm not looking at any roadmap. I don't know what the payouts are. But I'm think me personally, I think three to four, Chick. That's my opinion. Three to four. Okay. To unlock summons. Now, listen, there's another uh, research after that, which is your warp range extender. But now that doesn't take as many components, but it does still take extra. Okay. So I think we just determined what? It was 14,855 or 14,555 to unlock summons. Uh, and then you've got another couple of thousand after that for the warp range research. But, um, you know, again, three to four months, I think, I think is. I think it's probably good. <laughs> Chick says, perfect. Go spend more time out of game. Uh, I don't know. I don't think that's the intention. But again, I mean, I would argue that you're not supposed to have it free to play. I mean, there needs to be that time for the people who did pay for it to use it uh, and enjoy the benefit. L- listen, what would be the benefit, Gregor, for you to pay if you could wait 10 days and get it for free? Would you? Would you pay oh, to get a 10 days? I'm sure I wouldn't at 10 days, but I'm sure people would. There you go. All right. Some people would. I agree. But I, I feel, I mean, I, I've never been opposed to this model. I mean, look at the Franklin again, guys. That's been 12-plus months. The Stella Research Tree, that's a 12-plus month. The Vidar uh, was not as long, but at least it has a very valuable uh, continuing ROI. Uh, this ship is no different, all right? It's going to take you a little while. It's not designed to be free immediately, all right? Nothing in life is free. Nothing in life is free except for sport drive components. All right, folks. Let's play the feud. All right, Vita, it's uh, it's game time. Let's see how everything's working today. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to try to find ourselves a winner. We got 100 people in the room. Congratulations. Thank you guys all for being here. Appreciate ya. And I would like uh, to welcome Red Shirt John. Red Shirt John. Red Shirt John, you are the player that's been chosen by the bot. Red Shirt John, welcome into the game, and you get an opportunity to play here today on the Family Feud. Red Shirt John, would you like to play in voice, or do you have to play in text today? Red Shirt John, I need a response. Come on. Not getting an answer. Going to give him about five or ten more seconds, and then we'll draw another winner. Uh-oh. This done, yeah. <laughs> Callus says he's taking a dump. Next name. <laughs> All right. Yeah, it looks like it. He's not typing. All right, let's find somebody else. Contest pick. Who's it going to be? Yaya. Server 43, congratulations to you, Yaya. Hey, you know what? I would much rather the bot work and no player than the other way around. Yaya, congratulations. Welcome in. Yaya, would you like to play in voice today? Please tell me you can play in voice. Yeah, yeah, welcome. Uh, yeah, yeah, says I can. It'll have to be in PM. That's okay. All right, uh, here we go. Yeah, yeah, you get now to choose your partner, okay? Yeah, yeah, you get a chance to choose your partner. Who's it going to be? Who is going to help you win 250 Sport Drive components here today? <laughs> Who's it going to be? You got a lot of volunteers, it looks like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, pick your partner, please. 
<laughs> I'm with crazy. You can't do that. All right, Yaya's going to play with Truck and Chick. Congratulations, Truck and Chick. Here you are. All right. Now, Truck and Chick, I know you're probably at work as well. Do you have an opportunity to play uh, in voice today? I kind of hope you do because that, that'll make it easier. Truck and sure. Chick. Ah, there's Truck and Chick ready to play in voice. All right. So here's what we're going to do. Uh, let me fix this very quickly. We're going to turn the room on slow mode. All right. Now, uh, Chick, you know how this works. I'm going to throw you very quickly into the uh, the soundproof booth. It's going to sound completely quiet. Do not panic. Do not freak out. It's going to be absolutely quiet in there, so don't feel like uh, you lost connection. We're just going to silence you out, all right, so that you can't hear any of the answers, and we're going to bring you back in uh, after Yaya has had his chance to play. Are you ready to go in? Bye, guys. All right. Yep. Bye. We'll see you in a few minutes. All right. There goes Truck and Chick. And uh, Yaya, it is time uh, for you to play. Okay. Yaya, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to open a PM with you. There we go. You will send me your answers in PM. And uh, I'm going to give you 45 seconds to answer after I finish reading the first question. All right. Our PM chat is open. Yaya has answered. Ladies and gentlemen, let's play the feud. All right. Uh, let me find my questions here. All right. One, two, three, four, five. Okay, I got them. All right, five questions. The timer begins 45 seconds after I finish reading the first question. You must answer very quickly. You may pass, and we'll come back to it, but that just takes up more time. Are you ready to play Yaya? Yaya is ready to play the feud. Here we go. Name something you'd have to get used to if you were a zoo animal. Name something you'd have to get used to if you were a zoo animal. Name something you'd wear to a Roaring Twenties themed party. Name something you'd wear to a Roaring Twenties themed party. Name something in your house you wish were just a little bit bigger. Name something in your house you wish was a little bit bigger. Name a reason why a man might not want his wife to have a girl's night out. Name a reason why a man might not want his wife to have a girl's night out. Name a job that ends with the word guard. Name a job that ends with the word guard. Oh, my goodness. And plenty of time on the clock. Very well done. Very, very well done. Uh, Yaya, let's go over your answers and check the number of points. Um, now somebody else is going to have to uh, somebody else is going to have to uh, keep the points up for me uh, because Truck and Chick normally does, <laughs> and she's in the soundproof booth. All right, so if somebody would, uh, is somebody on that Stevens Aaron or anybody, please count the points. All right, Wicked Witch has got it. Thank you, Wicked Witch. All right, let's check these points. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's start with name something you'd have to get used to if you were a zoo animal. You said the smell. All right, uh, smell. Uh, survey says not on the board, actually, yeah, yeah, not on the board. All right, now name something you'd wear to a Roaring Twenties themed party. You said a hat. All right, survey says good, good, for 34 points, very good. Name something in your house you wish were just a little bit bigger. You said the kitchen. Survey says Good for 10 points. 10 points on kitchen right there. Name a reason why a man might not want his wife to have a girl's night out. Uh, you said other men. Survey says. 
Good. Jealousy is on the board. Good for 57 points and the number one answer. Finally, you said name a job that ends with the word guard. You said crossing guard. Survey says good for four points. Good for four points. All right. It was on the board uh, and you've got it. Now, at this time, we're going to bring Truck and Chick back in. Truck and Chick, welcome back from the Soundproof booth. Wicked Witch has kept up with our points and uh, your partner did pretty daggone good. 105 points. All right. So you're responsible for 95 points. Are you ready, Truck and Chick? Let's do it. All right. I'm going to put 30 seconds on the clock once I finish reading the first uh, the first question. If you hear this sound, that means you need to guess again. All right. You guys stop giving answers, please. All right. Here we go. Uh, let me get uh, the question set up. And uh, here we go. 30 seconds on the clock. Truck and check. Name something you'd have to get used to if you were a zoo animal. Defenses. What did you say? Oh, fences. Okay. Uh, Fences. Name something you'd wear to a Roaring Twenties themed party. Name something you'd wear to a Roaring Twenties themed party. What? A dress. A dress. Okay. Yeah, I'm having trouble hearing you. Sorry. Name something in your house you wish were a little bit bigger. My kitchen. Guess again. My bathroom. All right. Name a reason why a man might not want his wife to have a girl's night out. She'd get drunk. All right, name a job that ends with the word guard. Night guard. Okay, what, uh, didn't, you got it in. What prison was, guard. A prison guard. Okay, very good. I had trouble hearing you, Chick. Normally you come through much louder and clearer than that. You must be at work. Are you hiding? Are you hiding in the bathroom while you play the game? Yeah, not the bathroom, no. All right, let's let's get these points together. You got to get 95 points, all right? You said name something you'd have to get used to if you were a zoo animal. You said the fences. All right, the fences. Uh, Survey says... I'm going to give that one to you. Being in a cage. Being in a cage. And that was the number one answer at 72 points. Very nicely done. Uh, Name something you'd wear to a Roaring Twenties themed party. You said a dress. Survey says... (laughs) Yes, that's what I was looking for. Goodness gracious. Uh, Yes, a dress... A dress was what you would wear to a Roaring Twenties themed party. It was worth 25 points, and you are a winner. That's 205 points immediately, right off the bat. Right? Isn't that did, did I did I mess that up? No, that's 200 points, right? 95 minus 72 minus 25. Yes, yeah, she got it. 202 points. Congratulations to you guys. Very nicely done. All right, so each of you, each of you hooking up with 250 Spore Drive components. But don't worry, if you don't want the Spore Drive components, we've also got G3, G4 Uncommon, or G4 Uncommon parts. Congratulations, Yaya. Congratulations, Truck and Chick. You get your prize uh, very quickly. We'll go over the number one answers so everybody knows what they are. Name something you'd have to get used to if you were a zoo animal. Yes, it's being in a cage. That was the number one answer. Name something you'd wear to a Roaring Twenties theme party. A hat was the number one answer. Name something in your house you wish were just a little bit bigger. Your TV. Your TV was the number one answer. Name a reason why a man might not want his wife to go out on a girl's night. Jealousy was the number one answer. And name a li- uh, name a job that ends with the word guard. A lifeguard was the number one answer. Congratulations to Yaya. Congratulations to Truck and Chick. You guys are winners today. Congratulations to you guys. Thank you so much for being listeners here of Talking Trek. And, folks, that's going to do it. 
We are ready to biz out. All right. Thank you to my very special guest today, community manager uh, and new Scopely staffer. Aries was on the show. Getting to know him a little bit. Thank you very much for slotting the time. Oh, goodness gracious. Yeah, we do. I forgot about that, Callus. Thank you. All right, DJ. Shame on you. Yes, we do. Uh, we got one more game that we got to play, right? Um, we have to draw for Spamit today. Thank you for reminding me. Spamit winner. Uh, let's do that very, very quickly. Uh, Spamit winner. Who is going to be our winner? I'm going to give you 10 seconds. Very quickly. Very quickly, everybody. 10 seconds to get up into the Spamit room. If you have never posted in our Spamit room, do it now. And you have an opportunity to win up to 500 uncommon G3 or G4 materials in the Spamit room. You guys go. Very quickly. 10 more seconds. 10 more seconds. Get in there. Post in that Spamit room. And you will be immediately entered to win up to 500 uncommon materials. All right. Very good. (laughs) <laughs> you guys are still going. Just a few more seconds, everybody. Welcome. By the way, if you guys are brand new listeners, appreciate you guys being here. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. See, it pays to listen to Talking Track. Absolutely. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, we got 388 names in the hat. Spam it. Find me a winner, please. Spam it. Who is our winner of 500 uncommon materials? Who's it going to be? Oh, yeah. 500's a lot. Let's see who it is. Bum, bum, bum. All right, congratulations, Frozen Space Captain. Frozen Space Captain, congratulations to you. Frozen Space Captain, congratulations. You are the winner of 500 G3 or G4 Uncommon Materials or G4 Uncommon Parts. Congratulations to you. No housekeeping. No, 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 no. The bot did it, not me. Don't do that. It's It's random. <laughs> nope, Gothic Marty. The Spamma game is our off-air game, meaning anybody can enter, and you do not have to listen live in order to win. This is where players can listen in podcast form and join our Discord. You guys can come in and still win games. You can still win prizes by entering in to the uh, Spamma contest. Just come in, find the Spamma room, and uh, you can come in and try your luck at winning 500 uncommon materials. And we do that twice a month, ladies and gentlemen. The Spamma bot has now been reset you guys can get in there and re-register for our spam a game that will be drawn two weeks from today 14 days from right now you got a chance to win another 500 uncommon materials guys thank you so much i want to thank you for being here and of course again thank you to our special guest thank you gregor for being here thank you ripper for being here a little bit earlier thank you scaly thank you vita thank you housekeeping for always being solid contributors and i thank you guys for being here please visit our website at talking trek stfc.online that's talking trek stfc.online there you're going to find links to everything related to talking trek including all of our previous episodes our merchandise store you've listened to the show now own the swag go on over there get yourself a coffee mug get yourself a hoodie get yourself a fuzzy blanket and yes you can even own talking trek socks they are available for sale right there in our merchandise store also find a link to our youtube channel where i would invite you to please go and subscribe to our youtube channel we do even more content 
in video form on our YouTube channel. Please check that out. Uh, that is all, again, linkable from our website. That's TalkingTrekSTFC.online. I would also invite you to check out our patron page. Big changes coming to the patron program in the coming weeks. Keep uh, keep tuned for that. We're going to be changing the way that we do our patrons program a little bit and uh, allowing even more people more access. Uh, and I would invite you, if you find the show to be entertaining or worth it, educational, learning something, hopefully, uh, hopefully it brings you something. And I would invite you to join our patrons program. You can do that for a single dollar a month at bronze, $3 for silver, or $5 or more for gold. And I would like to take an opportunity to thank our gold members. How about Gregor, Scott, Venkman, and I Beglin, Big Country. Trash Panda, Doom, Hank, Lord Neelix, Chuxacrun, Pops, Dark Lord, Stevens Aaron, JB, Ahab, Energy, Fukum, Haya Bomb, Thorn, Virtual Army, Jayberg, Red 2, DJ Gurr, Morgul, and Hani, Just Skippy, Aceus, Azrael, Dunk, Bojack, Ape Crush, Jonathan Ingram, Tabby Moza, Regis, McRock, Lady Cast, Frank Gallo, Engineering Free Philly, Hudson, Doc 31, Morpheus, Fartasia, Nick Burns, Cam, Coulter, Enzi, Jet Ski, Wingnut, J Filler, Fluffy Puma, CCXN, Hottie Grubs, Devil's Advocate, Goofy Names Rock, Leonidas, Alfino, Space Sheriff, Rurfstock, Rexnar, Striker, V Ready, Jerry Ryan, Indy Dandy, Quack Foo, Mr. Fusion, Callus, Kingo, Nostromo, Silent Stabber, and Commander Taylor. Thank you guys so much. Talking Trek is a registered trademark and recorded in front of a live studio audience for distribution across podcast platforms everywhere. I'm your host, Ultimate DJs. Love you, man, and see you on Sunday. Bye bye.